When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Tony Dunn, and not to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. Will the Carolina Panthers play tag or get burned by Brian Burns? Oh, my God. $30 million a year. Holy cow. There's been a lot of debate, a lot of argument, a lot of discussion surrounding Brian Burns, his role with the Carolina Panthers, and today, Teams can start to franchise players, franchise tag players. We've got a few weeks for them to do it, to figure it out. But Brian Burns and the Carolina Panthers and their unceremonious, salty kind of debate negotiations have made for a great debate among Panther fans. And I got to tell you, few people agree about what to do going forward Pay the man, tag the man, trade the man, or is the man overrated? I hate to say those words, but what I do love to say is welcome to the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com, where every Tuesday night we chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. Hop in the car. We're riding to, I guess, the combine to free agency, but I know who's driving it. My wheel man, Cody Lack. Great to be hanging out with you. What is up, C3? Happy to be here on another Tuesday night. There's nowhere I'd rather be. Antonio Dunn, would you believe that in the midst of a rebuild, there are those who would gladly give out a $30 million a year contract to someone who has only had one year of 10-plus sacks? Tony, that's a bit absurd to me, brother. Uh, but if uh, today is anything like the Friday free-for-all, we're going to be spending a lot of time talking about Brian Burns tonight. You thought Bryce Young was divisive? Oh, brother, we haven't even started yet. And you know that we're going to do this tonight with the best damn Panther fans in all of YouTube. You know him and love him. It's our guy, Drew. Drew, the Blind Panther Esquivel. Anthony, what's up, dude? What the brand ambassador, these ill skills, Cody C13, David Screws, Harvey London, 
Jade the Snake F U Matt knows nothing. ML eight four two nine Panther Gal seventy three Supreme Lita and the Building Sideshow Cardiac Cat the Real C three AP and that boy Tim Estes. Tony Dunn, ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. We might not be the biggest Panthers podcast, but we sure are the fucking mightiest because we've got an incredible army that has been developing. I love to see the C3 tag just expanding on Twitter or X. The number is 252. 228-5098. 228-5098. That's 252-228-5098. This is your show. Is Look, this is not me telling you what to think. It's not us telling you what to think. We want to know what you think. We want to have a real fan conversation. You guys are the drivers of the show. And CK, is it divisive or divisive? I... um. Cody, you said device. Depends upon if you drink your tea with your pinky out. Well, I said divisive the other day, and my friend made fun of me. He was like, "That's not right." And I was like, "Bro, I I I said tomato, tomato." He's like, "No, Um, divisive." Divisive because it's similar to divide, like divide, divisive. I say divisive. The funny thing is, this is the most interesting thing we're going to be talking about tonight. Right. I mean, maybe it's like division. Maybe you, I don't know. Or I don't can know. we I'm just on. have a little dialect to it? I get it. Like, if I say divisive, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I mean, I think you are probably on the stronger end by saying divisive. It's right? like, That's what my friend says. It's just like Jaguar, Jaguar. You know what I'm saying? Like tomato, tomato, real. Like, Kind of the same thing, you know. CK, I've been uh today I bought a car or I helped buy a car for my son today. Yeah. Wonderful thing. Also terrifying. Um, but I, one of the ways that I was raising extra cash is because I live in a college town and you can make some money doing the Uber and the Lyft on the weekends. Yeah. So I've been uh I picked these girls up name was uh i picked them up two weekends in a row they were pumped when i picked them up the second weekend <laughs> giselle or something like this she goes okay you were pumped <laughs> uh they're too young they're babies man okay. all these are just children to me now if i was picking up like 30 year old women that were going to the bar then it would be a little but like 20 year olds too young but uh this one girl said People tell me I say I sound Australian. And she said a, like it had an alien in it. Like it was Australian. Alien. Australian. <laughs> and then we've joked two weekends in a row about it. CK, you're not Australian. You're not divisive, but you are part of the C3 Panthers podcast. Well, you know, I'm I, I'm forced to be here against my will. Um, because, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just oh, don't worry. Here, I'm going to be against my will for the next month as we I have know, dude, this talk is about the, draft picks. This is the worst part of being a Panthers fan is this this, especially when you don't really have a draft to honestly talk about. Like, do oh, you guys, good point. You know, it's that's that's going to make this even worse. Is once we we talk about all the first rounders that we can get, 
um, you know, when we have a first round draft pick. Right. But we rarely go into day two like prospects and like so now we're gonna have to really deep dive and, yeah. and maybe maybe pinpoint a couple of people that could possibly slip to the first to the second round for us to be able to take take them with the number one overall pick of the second round. Good what hey, good news, CK. We don't have to do that. We leave that to Cody. And our crazy ass listeners who give a shit about that because no, and I'm not trying to be, um, actually maybe a little snarky to you guys is that, look, it's already hard enough to pick the 32 that are going to go in the first, but once you yeah. get in the day, once you're dipping into those late rounds, then it's all just about desire people are that we? you latch on to if I hear, if I have to hear about this lad, what's this guy, what's this fucking dude? Oh, don't! How do you already have such an annoying opinion so fucking early, and you haven't even seen the dude? <laughs> because people, oh, I've seen him. First of all, I, my yeah, and now you're shitting on all, him for no reason because I'm he's a fucking other Julian Edelman. No, I am shitting on the people that want to put him in the Hall of Fame right away. Route runner, fucking this, this, and it's like if I gotta see these fucking eight second clips. Where everybody is nutting on it. It's it's like it's the same thing to me as the Bryce Young debate where you find one clip of him being small and not making the pass, and then somebody else finds another clip of him doing it. And it's just uh desirability biased. I don't know if this lad, whatever, McConkey, whatever the fuck his stupid name is. I don't even know, but he might be great. He might not. But do you know the odds of him A being great and the odds of him B being oh, a here we go again. Mr. Jaded Tony. Bro. It you is know not you know nothing about him other than you've seen people talk about him a lot and you're already burned out. I know out. it's you annoying because everybody just latches on to anything and everything. One person says, Oh, I like this dude. And then everybody else gets a hard on for him and fine. He might be great, but I'm not latching on to anything. I do want to ask you guys before we jump into the show, is this week the most boring week of football? There might be two weeks after the draft where nothing's going on, but we get to talk about draft picks then. You get to look at their college tape. This might be the deadest week in the NFL. And the NFL is really great about occupying a 24-7 news cycle, right? They're really good about making their league um, relevant. And yeah, they do a, they do a all good year job. Long. Right, stretching out the This amount of week time. for Panther fans, the deadest week. Is there a deader week that you can remember in the last 10 years? I feel like we got a coach. We got a quarterback. Mm. Like, is this is no, like, what this, the fuck is just I Brian Burns? Do we get burned or not? No, I disagree. I think the deadest time of the year is going to be right after the draft is over when there is no free agency. Why? We get to talk about them. No, but I'm saying even still, there's nothing happening. You already know who's on the team. You already know who's on the coaching staff. There's no more big news. At least right now, we're talking about the future of what many people believe is our best player 
and Brian Burns. Like, at least that's a discussion to be having. Uh, I feel like uh, after the draft, dude, we're going to be out, out there uh, in the Sahara, man, 40 days and 40 nights if you get my drift. So, CK, free uh, agency and everything, too. I mean, uh, yeah, if- that's exciting. Free agency. The draft is exciting. The post draft to me is exciting because then we get to learn about the players we drafted, right? Because yeah. you're not going to get Lad or Clad or Jad, whatever this fucking guy's name is. And then you're going to have to learn yeah, about, yeah. you have to learn about Jamie Robinson and how he's going to be great to this team and then not play any snaps. To me, it's this week or the two weeks after mini camps where they bring in those rookies and you see a little bit, you got a little chatter. And then it's like ghost time for three weeks. Not long. CK, what is this the deadest or not? You got to be the tiebreaker. Come on to the come on to the I, old man side. I think it's one thousand percent after the deadline. After the draft is going Thank to be you. a desert, dude. Yeah, like you can talk crazy. about. We get to learn about those people. We get to learn about their moms. Sure, you get to learn. About oh, who them, gives a fuck, dude? Can I you do. tell me can anything? I more fuck about no, you mom. don't. Oh my god. <laughs> no, you, you don't. So, and you, you can't tell me one thing. About any of the players' personal lives that we drafted last yes, year. Yes, I can't. Oh, Tell not last one. year. Uh, yeah, last, oh, one player personal life. Can we get? Can anybody in the chat call in at two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight? One personal life story about a player who we drafted last year. I can, can tell up. you about I'll put past you on ones. The spot. They can look it up. I feel like I would just say, yeah, we learned about DJ Johnson being old. Okay. But that's not mm. his personal life. That's just how old he is. Mm, yeah, that's question. what I'm saying. They don't give a fuck. That after the draft is over, there's nothing to care about. We learn about those people. We actually get to stop speculating and okay. we get to think about the people that we have and how they fit. Then we'll watch all their tape. We'll be like, oh, Jamie Robinson was fucking great at FSU. I don't even know if he played at FSU. I feel like he did. Yeah, but and then we're going to hear who's the fucking stupid ass guy that played beside Aquaman. Your opinion isn't going to play, isn't going to change from now until April. Oh, I will be more interested in these players. This is None of these players are going to turn into shit. It's going to be a, a shit show no matter who we draft. No. A Zavala. Yeah. That's what, like, who gives up? All right. He did play. Look, Harvey, thank you. He did play. I'm going to give you one of them. Chandler Zavala's father is a butcher. There. Ooh. I just gave you one. Congratulations. Yeah. Wow. And guess that. what? He taught uh, Frank Reich how to butcher this fucking team. Oh my Yuck. Uh, I was going to ask you guys, but we're going to jump into the show. I was going to ask you guys, what is the best thing that's happened in the draft for the Panthers in the last five years? Difficult. But tonight's show is more about will the pair, will the Carolina Panthers tag Brian Burns? It's the discussion that is being had among Panther fans. Go check the Friday free for all three hour fight over. If you should tag, <laughs> extend or trade Brian Burns. Uh, and that will be the focal point of our show tonight. Smash the thumbs up button, subscribe, consider being a C3 super fan. We're really happy to see you guys. The army 
again, we might not be the biggest, but it is the mightiest. You guys are fantastic. We want your perspective. Let's jump into it, Cody. Panthers uh, really have a few, not many. We have a lot of free agent decisions about the team, but few are really important. I saw Panther fans arguing today, and I don't know if arguing is the right word, discussing in a visceral Oh, it's way. been arguing. But no, this you, you about got Brian it Harris, right the like, first time. They were like, who are we going to trade Terrace Marshall Jr. to? I was like, who A, gives a fuck? And B, no one. whatever you're going to get for him, they're like, we'll take a fifth and a... I'm like, man, you bitch, you ain't getting shit for Terrace Marshall Jr. A, but Brian Burns is the focal point of this Panthers offseason. Him, Frankie Louvu are the key guys that are hitting free agency. Brian Burns drafted by the Carolina Panthers. What was he about 16? Drafted 16. He is 25 years old. And the argument is the Carolina Panthers have no good players. He's among the top five players on the team. And he is hitting his prime. Right now, the Carolina Panthers have been trying to negotiate an extension for Brian Burns, it looks like, for the last two years. They hit an impasse going into the season. Brian Burns appealed to the fans by doing the good thing, not holding out, saying he was about the team, but also pushing back and saying, I want that big money. The Carolina Panthers, they have a choice to sign Extend, extend, sign, extend franchise tag or franchise tag and trade. What say you, Cody Lashney, as you say? Dude, I have been a proponent of doing the non exclusive franchise tag. And by the way, I'm calling it. You know what? I am ready to make my official prediction for what's going to happen. And boys, you're not going to like it. Or at least a lot of you might not like it. You you too, I don't know. You might. But Brian Burns is not going to be a Carolina Panther next season. And the Carolina Panthers are indeed going to be picking in the first round at some point. Because I believe that some team is going to put their money where their mouth is. And they're going to actually trade for Brian Burns. Teams that can win right now that don't give a damn about a first round draft pick. And the reason why all this is coming to discussion is the Carolina Panthers are rumored to franchise tag Brian Burns. That window started today, and it ends March 5th. Uh, And one of the big news stories, Tony, that really got everyone buzzing, and and it confirmed what I thought for a long time, that if Brian Burns wasn't asking for this dollar amount that I'm about to read to you, then the Panthers probably would have already signed him. And I kind of feel like now we're finally starting to see that that was the case the whole time. David Newton broke a story uh, that Brian Burns was seeking a long-term deal with an average salary of close to $30 million last season, Mm -hmm. according to sources with knowledge of the negotiations. The two sides never got close, with Carolina expected to have about $39 million in cap space it seems unlikely they will dedicate that much now to one player since they have so many other needs. But, Tony, I don't know, man. We're, we've been uh, talking about 
what kind of impact player is Brian Burns? What type of dollar amount are fans comfortable with signing him for? And right now I have a list of all the top uh, edge rushers that Brian Burns is looking to get paid amongst right now. If he were to be paid $30 million, he would be the second highest paid edge rusher in the NFL behind only Nick Bosa. That would put him above TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, Montez Sweat, Max Crosby, and the like. So, Tony, I've called my shot. I feel like Brian Burns is not going to end up being a Carolina Panther. I feel like we're going to use that money that we would have been paying on Burns and allocate that to other of the many other holes that are represented on this roster right now. David Newton continues to be the GOAT. Look, you're listening to this podcast right now, and you're like, I'm ready to tune out because this guy congratulates David Newton. First of all, he's my favorite Panther reporter. Oh, turn out, turn the dial. Don't turn the dial. Listen to why I got to say this. If you look at the way he worded this, perfect. It is sexy. It is tantalizing, but it is completely old news. Right? Look, is this last season close to $30 million last season? So, what does that mean? David Newton got you with, he got you, he got everybody. Is that Bosa's out there getting 30, 31. Brian Burns was asking for 28. That's close to 30. This is not a new expectation number that he's releasing. No. Right? He has got a source that was talking about the negotiations from this past season. So look, David Newton sank the hook, bro. You did it. You did it. You got people going nuts. I saw people in the Panthers creator chat going, Oh, I don't listen to shit unless it comes from Joe person or this or that. Well, you know what? He got you. He got everybody. This yeah, is actually they're not going to listen to anyone that won't uh, confirm their own confirmation bias. This about is what completely they accurate. This is exactly what the discussion yeah. was going into last season is close to 30. David Newton knows how to push your buttons, folks, and he does it well. I have a question. Is that Bosa was going to be the top paid. Brian Burns wanted to be, look, he's in that conversation at that moment. Other free agents are setting the bar. The thing, though, that goes here is should the Carolina Panthers extend mm. Brian Burns and you shot your shot by saying he's not going to be a Carolina Panther. We're going to move up for me. CK, I have an un- unpopular position on this is I don't love anybody on this team. And I pull that free agent list back up, Cody. And here's how I'm going to make this argument. In the list of DNs. Yeah. The top ones. Yeah is I don't love a single player on this team other than maybe Derek Brown, right? It's like he, and maybe I can find like Demir Bird who was cut. But here's my thing is this, is these top players, Bosa, Watt, Bo, uh, Bosa, Watt, Bosa, two Bosa's, look at that, Garrett. If you went and paid them a bazillion dollars to come and be a Carolina Panther, yes, they would make your team better, Right? But would the team truly, truly 
be better. Right? They would you would be a they would you would have a better player on your team. Yeah. But are you truly better? And what I mean by that is healthier for what you're trying to do. Cody, you call it a rebuild. I call it a build at this point. Yeah. TK, I mean, this is my unpopular opinion. Pick your poison. Build, build, rebuild. I don't it doesn't love matter. We all have time. How about this? Okay. We all dislike agree. them either. Right. You know what so I'm saying? Like, not, I love Julius no Peppers. Right. I love no one, Chris, I like I loved K1 Short. Right. I love the these guys. Even people that don't want Burns to come back. It's not like we're saying we don't want him to come back. What we're saying is is that it has to be at a dollar amount that doesn't completely limit our ability to sign other players. If you're talking about thirty million dollars a year, either. yeah, right? I'm always rooting for so, the players to, to get. I wanted paid. to address this because all the Brian Burns defenders it was like when you were saying the Panther Creator chat was like, "Oh, well, I'll wait till I hear a reporter I like." Well, because they all have this idea when we come to them and saying, "Look, Brian Burns was asking for too much money." Their retort is always, "You don't know how much Brian Burns was asking for." Well, okay, this is his his second contract negotiation the first after his well, rookie first deal. big one the first right. one he the gets. first after his rookie deal this why is when you gotta make the money why wouldn't he be shooting for as much money as possible of course he if, was if he is that dog which of course he believes himself to be he believes that he earned elite status after one season of 10 plus sacks so if he thinks that he's worth that that amount like why is it why is that crazy to assume that Brian Burns would be asking for more than a lot of Panther fans are saying is fair. Most Panther fans are saying between 23 to 25 million. That would be a good number for Brian Burns a year. But just about every single time this comes up, you have fans that will not admit that Burns is likely asking for way more than that. And yeah, $5 million around that mark, more than 25 million. That's a lot of money, man. We CK, need a linebacker. I, like, I want to get CK's opinion on this. CK, I don't want to split hairs too much over a million here, a million there, right? Like, is really what's the difference between 26 and 24? 20, you know, there's ways to, to navigate the cap if $5 million is going to stop you from getting a player. Sure. But for me, this is not about Brian Burns. This is about where the Carolina Panthers are at now. And yes, he's the best player on the defense other than Derek Brown. But do we really see the team getting good enough in the short term to maximize that contract? That's for me is really where I'm kind of at is it's not overpaying or underpaying. It's like, are you paying at the wrong time? Are you buying a house when the market's high? Are you buying a house when your credit is bad, right? And are you, to me, I think that Brian Burns will get overpaid by the Panthers. Will another team give him 30? Probably not. But the Panthers will have to give him 30 to keep him. I I don't disagree. And I think that that's the price you pay to get a guy, any free agent even. Like, that's the thing. We're not going to get a discount because we're not a good team. We're in a no, you have to case. pay more. Yeah, you're going to have to pay more, and that is why you're you're 100 right. 
Brian Burns is not going to, he might get franchise tagged. I can tell you this after last year, he's going to sit out the franchise tag. Like he's going to, he's not going to put it out. Dude, yeah, I mean, he didn't do the sit out, um, and he he lost money because he didn't do the sit out. That's guaranteed money, bro. I know, but it's also guaranteed that. How about uh, this? He should have sat out. No. Yes, dude. Totally. Look at look at what happened to the people who sat out. He, but he literally is on record saying, "Yeah, I didn't want to get hurt, so maybe I took some plays off here and there because I proved right. my worth the year before last." Okay, well then, if you already proved your worth. Then why are you out there on the field half-assing it? You don't get to have it both ways, man. Like you want to be looked at as the team player, the guy that's going to be out there for his team. Yet in game in live game time action, you're saying that you're taking plays off and don't do that, Jordan. He absolutely did say that. We showed the context, uh, the context of Sheena and Vashai and all the other reporters saying that that's exactly what he said. So if he wanted all that money, he should have been willing to hold out for it when his value was the highest because CK is correct. His value is lower after this past season. Not with us, though. Not with us, exactly. It is going to remain. Jacksonville Jaguars who had to pay Kristen Kirk too much, who had to pay Zay Jones too much to come there. They paid these guys more money than other top, better receivers got. Right, because they're a destination. This is what you are when you're a bad team. Look, is Mike Evans gonna go to the Chiefs? That's what I think, and he's gonna go there for a discount. But if you got him to come back to Tampa Bay, he wants all that fucking money. So Mm -hmm. I am rooting for players to always get as much money as possible. I think that's important in this and that. Another important ask. And not ask, I think I've already asked it several times. Is is it time? Is this the right time to build around a piece to or is this a time to invest or is this a time to divest? And I don't know right now. Look, right now is this is a the athletic has Brian Burns ranked as their number one free agent, which I think is wild. Who would be the better free agent? Now that was I'm a question that CK asked in the beginning, uh, in the when we were talking before the show. Maybe Josh Allen, twenty-seven year. How is he twenty-seven? See, the problem is Brian Burns is fucking twenty-six years old. That's why he is. Everybody keeps saying this. He's in his prime. He's in his prime. He's in his prime. Uh. Look, I like Brian Burns. I'm not rooting against a player. But again, I don't love anyone sincerely on this team. And that hurts me. It hurts me to say this. I want to I wish I was in a position right now to say pay him whatever. We need him. But I don't feel that way to be honest. No. no. There's not a single person that you can tell me, and, and this is maybe outside of, of like you said, Brown, uh, and that's mainly because I think that interior of the defensive line is incredibly important. Um, but there's not a single person on this team that I feel like is necessary moving forward for us to be like to be able to say we're going to be a good team. Right, there's nobody on this team that make gives me confidence. There's only one. Gonna... His name is Bryce Young. Well, at least we right? have 
I mean, like, is we need him to be good. If but how about this? But how about this, Tony? The reason why I am more than okay with losing Brian Burns is because I'm a firm believer that if Bryce is going to show any kind of advancement this year, he has to get a top flight wide receiver. I believe oh, we have yeah, to. Like, I really don't think that we have a choice. Tony, but look, you're bitching about people like Lad McConkey and all these other who's in the fucking wide yeah. receivers yeah. that are never going to amount to anything. So what, so that, or what are you going to do to meaningfully upgrade this offense for Bryce? Do you think that if we roll back a similar wide receiver core, that Bryce Young is going to have anything to make Panther fans optimistic about? Dude, you How? can't roll back a similar wide receiver core. It's impossible. First of all, so then you have you to upgrade. You have to. Yeah. Well, I think upgrading could be anything. How? Like, I think that getting cast offs is an upgrade. For me, I think. More the most imperative thing is to start building a line, an offensive line that has depth. Yeah, and I don't care about anything else. You can go and get diva this, diva that. Those weapons don't matter. I also, and really, I I want to caveat this. We'll continue. I need you guys to cover me for a second too. But I'm gonna read some super chats. Yeah. when it comes to Brian Burns, it's not about him as a player. It's not me saying, A, he's not worth money. B, I just don't know if this is the timing and the investment that the Panthers need to make. In fact, what I would like to see is, I think Brian Burns goes and makes a huge difference on a good defense. But think about this. The Panthers' defense has not been great. And I know everybody's going to be like, oh, it's a top five defense. Bullshit. CK's been right. Fool's gold. But he has not been a dominant player without that assistance. And then everybody goes, well, he don't got no help. He don't got no help. That's fine. He needs to go to a team that has help. Like, he could go to a team. Think of, like, Hassan Reddick, who went to the Eagles and the fucker had 18 sacks or whatever. Brian Burns can be that player. I don't know if he yeah. can be that player on Carolina, though. For the I think Panthers. We, can, we, we know that he can't at this point. And that so, hurts my heart. But I don't know. Right now, to me, it's about freeing up camp space, accumulating draft picks, yeah. and trying to figure out if Bryce Young can be the deal. I don't think there's another mission for the Carolina Panthers. But again, that's where that receiver question comes in because you have to upgrade the receiving core and you're going to do it with the money that you get from a a Brian Burns trade. Spotrack has Burns listed at $21.7 million uh, as their estimation for what he's worth. Uh, That would put him, what, right between Trey Hendrickson and Bradley Chubb and CK, are, are you and I arguing that that wouldn't be fair? Like, let's say we pay him that amount that Spot Rack gave him, you know, 21, right. which, by the way, that number would be cheaper than the franchise tag that we would put on him. Uh, but, but, like, no, no one's complaining at that dollar amount. But to the fans that are like, oh, we can't afford to lose Brian Burns, we have to pay him what he's looking for. We were 2 and 15. You know, right. like that we were a bad team without him. So I don't know. To me, I, I don't I don't see how that 
does anything for us right now. So, okay, we need a, uh, another corner. We need another linebacker. I would love to get another defensive tackle in the building to be a true compliment to Derek Brown. Dude, there's so many things that we could do with that money, man. But some of these super right. chats, White Chocolate Espresso says, is he a game changer or game manager? Edge. Mm. And I said, dude, this is dumb. I noticed that other people's stream yards, when people put emojis or whatever in the chats, it'll show up. But for some reason, ours won't. Bro, that's kind of stupid. I don't know. They're discriminating against us, I think. I don't know. Uh, and then Nirvoss with the $5 says, we've been a terrible team with Burns on it for several years. Paying him a ton of money would only make sense if we were a serious playoff contender. Appreciate you, Nirvoss. Uh, CK, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's pretty much my my sentiments right now. I'm ready. I'm so ready to move on from it, man. Yeah. Let's yeah. No, I, it's yeah. I'm I'm ready to uh to move on and uh listen. I I'm not going to be mad if he's back next year, right? Um, he is. He's worthy of getting paid money that is generational. I don't think it's worthy of being paid top two. Um, but like we said, I mean, at this point in time, there's just nothing that makes me feel like I'm ready to compete. So I'm going to go ahead and give that type of a contract out. I don't even know that I want to be able to do that to a, a wide receiver that would lock up a tremendous amount of money because let's say we do that and, uh, and Bryce Young does end up coming in and he's showing progress and becoming a, uh, you know, a, a good quarterback. Well, now we have this ridiculous wide receiver contract that we're overpaying for uh, that's probably going to have to be fully guaranteed to get anybody here. And we're going to have a limited ability to build around Bryce outside of that one weapon. So I'm, I'm almost the point you have to grow this organically with maybe a few, you know, uh, mid to high tier wide receivers more so than what we've seen this past year. Yeah. Yeah. I told you, I, I, I've been asking anyone to answer this question for me. And I know Burns has never had the great players around him, but when has Brian Burns ever been the difference in us getting a win or a loss? When has he ever taken over a football game? And I'm going to be real, this mindset that, oh, well, he's never been able to do that, oh, because he's always facing a double team. Or oh, oh because he's a, yeah, it's such bullshit. He's a good and, player. He's not a... a We've had this argument ad nauseum, yeah. and people gave me shit months ago when I said he was a very good player but not elite. You know, and I don't know if that affects your money. I'm just, I don't know if he's the car guy I'm trying to build the team around, and that hurts. It hurts because you don't yeah. want to say that about your best player, the East Carolina Pirates. Their best player, Holton Aylers, at one point, their quarterback, he was the best fucking player on the team, and he wasn't a great quarterback. So it hurt to say, like, he isn't You know what I'm saying? Like, it hurts to say your yeah. best player isn't the guy that you want to build around. He's average. It hurts. Nobody I wants to average. I think he's better than average. I think he's good. I think all of those things, I think schematically he could be great but you i don't know, think was, anybody's gonna be great on this team he was tied for 37th in total sacks last year and there were 10 defense or 
there were a couple of defensive tackles that had more sacks than Brian Burns. And it's like again, nobody's trying and to I shit don't on think dudes. Sacks are the only thing that you make anything about uh, or everything about. I do that's think it's what wild. pays you. That's what pays well, you, Tony. People, people talk about that. the pressures and oh, Brian Burns has the most the amount NFL of pressures per yeah. d- dude. I don't give a fuck about pressures, man, because they're obviously not affecting the game enough to get W's, and if you're not getting sacks, then you're not getting the, the stat, the one stat that gets your position group paid. Another I disagree point, with you, oh, but, but that, I, think I, you're I have, right. I have one more point, though. Ezero Evero didn't really feature Brian Burns a lot this year. There were so many times on third down that they're dropping him back into coverage rather than putting him in a true one-on-one pass rush situation. Why do fans think that a second year under Rivero is somehow going to yield a different looking result? I disagree with you on one point where you say that the pressures don't matter this and that, because I do think all of that matters. But what I do think supports your point is that the NFL pays for sacks. Like you can tell us, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about because you're like, Oh, they got all this hurry rate. They got all this. But, you know, the guys that get 17 sacks, they get paid. The GMs, yeah. the GMs are just as dick hard as anybody else. Over. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. that number as everybody as anybody you notice how alex highsmith uh got paid like the moment you hit like a couple of seasons in a row of 10 plus sacks you get paid hassan reddick they care about it the gms care about it it's not just us it's not just the fans and maybe it shouldn't be but what we are learning is that the gms the front offices are not as sophisticated as you think right they still get chubbies for those numbers as well that's what gets you paid when it comes to brian burns i you know what this isn't a brian burns thing for me this is a every player for me yeah i don't feel like i'm ready to extend anybody and yes we can not say even brown no not I even this is who i would this say man right here but why would i say it cody what have i always said about extensions do it it's, early. Yeah, you get ahead of the curve. You get ahead of it. Like, you don't yeah. get where you're at with Brian Burns now. So if no. I'm if I'm extending anybody and giving them money, it's Derek Brown. One, it's a position group that commands less money than defensive ends, right? Yeah. Is like if you go into free agency, 
these guys are just not going to get as much, even if they're as important. Why? Because they don't have the chubby numbers that sacks and all of this, your ball sacks get, right? But it's the truth. I it's do just the think truth, man. being ahead of the curve on this could save you some money. What I don't think is the Panthers should be spending, invested, sinking a lot of costs in anybody. And if there is anyone to sink future costs in, I think it's Derek Brown. It's Derek Brown. And by the way, when everyone says, oh, Brian Burns, he's always facing double teams. No one can help him. That's that one. You're shitting on Derek Brown, who also plays on this line, who, by the way, eats up far more double teams in a season than Brian Burns. It's his literal job to eat up those double teams. And by the way, he's been double teamed and he's still winning. He's still throwing dudes off of him. Meanwhile, a dude and shout out to everybody that joined my C3 film sessions. There were multiple times during the year when we would see either a tight end or a backup left tackle completely take Brian Burns out of the play. I'm sorry, man, but it's like, don't piss on my leg and tell me that you're training. I would much rather use that money and do like what you're saying, Tony. Get ahead of the curve. Pay Derek Brown now. Build from get... the interior. Yes. Build shout from out, the interior. Shout out to Kev. Uh, go get like a Jadeveon Clowney. Bro, I think that uh, Derek Brown needs another, uh, another guy next to him. I would be willing to go and get Christian Wilkins from the Dolphins and bring him in and then sign a cheap edge rusher like a Jadavion Clowney and have like a good solidified interior rather than paying all this money for Brian Burns. Like that's what I would rather do. I just think it's the timing of things that are important, right? Is like, when do you trade up? When do you go get a free agent? When do you do this? I don't think the Panthers should sink many costs in anything with so many unknowns. I mean, if you want to, you may as well start arguing to fucking extend JC Horn to me. And then I'll be like, shut the fuck up. I saw this tweet today that had uh, like seven people in it. And then it had a blank with a question mark. And it was like best non quarterbacks in the league. And a Panther fan put JC Horn. And I didn't know if he was being like if it was a joke or serious, you know, like I did not, I could not. And I was like, I'm not engaging in this. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to look at it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but if you, you really can. think that uh, I'm tired, I'm just exhausted by hearing how great these players are and how bad our team is. Exhausting. So I don't know. Yeah. Derek Brown to me, that would be the place I would build from the interior, the old Dave Gettleman. I just don't think, and I feel so bad, man. I feel like Panther fans are going to hate me. I'm going to be like, Tony, you're a bad Panther fan. You don't root Why, for the best Panther on the team. At least you're being honest. And by the way, how many fans feel that same way? Like they're pulling for the Panthers because they're Panther fans. But uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of fans love CMC, sent him out the door. I feel like they loved uh, DJ Moore. Do you sent think him out the door? And now the last person that you can argue that players love, Brian Burns, we're talking about sending him out the door. It's how about this? Like, 
let's talk about it from a different perspective from instead of from the Panther fan perspective or the Panthers perspective. Do you think Brian Burns really wants to be a Panther? I, 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 I wouldn't don't think so. If I was no. him, I wouldn't. I, at this point, well, it's a whole nother question that I need to ask everyone in the chat and YouTube. If you do think he will play under the tag, I know CK doesn't, um, Yes, but, you have to play under the tag. It's thirty million dollars, bro. Yeah, and or twenty-eight or twenty-five or whatever. I you think can't if you're money out, if you're Brian Burns, you want them to do that non-exclusive tag and let some other contender come in Match there it. and sweep him up, dude. It could be the 49ers. It could be the um, the the Bengals. It could be the Buffalo Bills. Like all those teams, I mean, those would be really good teams for him to be on, and they're going to pay him. So if you're Brian Burns, why wouldn't you want to do like Christian McCaffrey, who, I mean, he's still friends with. He can talk to Christian, ask him how he's doing. Go into a team that was in the Super Bowl this year. Come on, man. Like, how could you not want to move on to greener pastures? Um, the number is 252-228-5098. Why don't you guys call into the show? Should the Panthers franchise tag? Should they trade Brian Burns? Should they just cut him? Should Brian Burns sit out the franchise tag? This is a difficult, and again, I come back to this. It's a difficult conversation when you're not celebrating your best players. Right? I mean, he's a top five player on this team. And the number one argument for Brian Burns is, is this, is you can't get rid of good players and become a better team. That's what they say, right? Everybody says that is what you want to jettison all your good players and try to get better. It's a difficult discussion to have, but I do think the timing, the money, the leverage are all important. And I think this is, I think the central question would be this. Will Brian Burns get a long-term deal four or five years, $28 million from another team? And to me, the answer is no. You don't like, think he might get team. a deal. He might get a big deal. I just don't know if I foresee a blockbuster deal of a team that feels they're one piece away saying, you know what? Brian Burns is the answer. Do mm, you don't think the Ravens could say that? Do you don't think, uh, I think the Ravens the are Bills, good enough to where the they Packers. wouldn't it. I think those teams are good enough to say this is, yeah, you would help our team, but I don't know if I'm ready to pay, a hundred million dollars to a guy who has had a career 40 sacks or whatever the fuck it is. I hear you. I mean, I mean, man, who is the team? Do you think another team call in at two, five, two, 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 eight, 50, 98. Tell me will another team. If, if he was just to hit free agency, would he be able to command the money? that the Panthers would have to play him. Let's go to the next topic. I want to take some calls. We can always do that if you want to. Yeah. 
Let's do I'm that. take some calls. I got to because the rest of them is just hypotheticals on yeah. contracts yeah. and some of the players that uh, that could be traded. Ooh, look at stuff. this. Matt knows nothing. Says the Lions maybe. Now that I could see, right? A team that's got Aiden Hutchinson. You know what? But would he be the best pass rusher on their team? No. No. Think about that. Aiden Hutchinson's in his second year and he's had back to back ten. Uh, but he uh, also disrupts the game seasons. completely. Yeah, he's a better, he's a higher caliber player, man. Imagine being the highest paid player on the team and not being the best player. Yeah, oh. That's the truth. All right, man. Hey, did you sure. see it? the numbers up on the screen? 252-228-5098. Leave a message in the cat calls. Let us know your opinion. So what are your thoughts on catcalling? Yeah, it's pretty You shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, very uncomfortable. So how do you think catcalling makes the person feel? It feels good. Like a three and a four and a who's that cat sitting in the back corner with his face buried in his nose? Who's that kid that can use one? Yo, yo, yo. Y'all know what it is. It's show. Time, man. It's Lou from Fort Myers. I just want to say, well, shout out to everybody, man. Shout out. I've been on phone band, so I'm sorry I can't watch the podcast. I can't be on my phone at work. Um, them motherfuckers on crack on down on me, bro. Like. I hear you, brother. Next time I see you on your phone, you fired. I'm like, damn, bro, I can't even listen to the sports podcast, no nothing. Nah, bro. Damn. I can't even call in. Usually I call in during work. No motherfuckers. That's just a real life, real spill. You know what I'm saying? But man, shout out Panther Pickle. Shout out Cody. Shout out Greg. Shout out Hey. Shout out Tony. This this is a shout out message. So just. Shout out um, C-Dog, shout out JJ, shout out Anthony, shout out G-Baby, always fucking hiding. Man, shout out <laughs> everybody playing for Jesus. Um, bro, I know I'm missing so many of y'all, man. The Blind Panther, man. Shout out We're everybody, kind of you know what I'm saying? Man, shout out everybody. I hope everybody having a good day. No more football. We stress-free, you know what I'm saying? My birthday is two days. So, you know what I'm saying? Too, I'm, I'm just in a good mood. So, if we're in a bad mood, just know the mood canceled out because I just made the mood good. All right? Everybody have a great night. Enjoy the stream. Hit the like and the subscribe. Come on, man. <laughs> Damn, bro. I love y'all, man. I do this, bro. <laughs> it's about God, time to buy some merch. That's what my birthday present is. So I want to see comments on what 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 shirt I should buy for my birthday. I think I think shut the hell up. I'm gonna buy me a C3 merch, bro. If you're gonna yeah, buy something, yeah, man. And also, bro, like just to subscribe, man. Say what up, bro. Let me tell you, it, if you're like buying I said, for my piece. The mug is the dopest thing. Yeah, the like, mug. I mean, the mug is where is. it's at. Really? The mug is where it's at, but bro, that 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 T-shirt, bro, that C3 Panthers podcast, bro, like, mm. bro, that's our brand, man. That lets everybody know, hey, I rock with C3 because C3 rocks with the fans, baby. Shout out to my guy Lou, bro. Shout out to Lou. Um, hey, man. Hey, hey, when did you send that call? 
Because if his birthday is in two days, he sent it at eight thirty, so it'll be. Hey, uh, we'll give him a shout hey, Lou, on Friday. Lou, you and I got the same birthday, brother. My birthday oh, is the, my birthday is this Thursday, man. Thirty-four I, years around the sun, dude. Look at you, crazy man. Defying the odds, crazy man. Defying the odds. Thirty-four years, man. If he said that G Baby is missing, though, he can't. Well, I guess you could buy the "You Make Me Fucking Sick" T-shirt, <laughs> right? I mean, you could be like, "G baby, you make me fucking sick," and then you could say this, "G baby, you don't get a dollar of that three dollars that goes to the C three Panthers podcast." By the way, shout out to Josh who says that mug is in daily use for him. It's great. It is fire. It is mug. the best thing. I love that one. I think the "Shut the Hell Up" T-shirt with the pickle. Bro, where did y'all see this suit, this mafia right. shirt that we're gonna be? Nah, we got so you want it to be too cool. I was like, he was like, it I is. want it. We can you know how we, hard it is to put no, Tony, we can we can figure it out. I've seen so many shirts with cool fucking designs. We just had to step it up, bro. We I'm gotta get you. the a CK. Do you know the Bevo guy, Joe Bello? Bello, he does the oh, art. the art, the art guy for yeah, yeah. I messaged him a long time ago, Lynn Leonhart, who's a long time, very good friend of the show and has made a lot of our past shirts. I wanted to as a surprise, but I never followed up on it. I I need to. I wanted to have a die on this hill t shirt. Yeah. Where yeah. it had caricatures of us all riding Cody's wheelchair on the hill. Like like a race car, you know what I'm saying? Right. Somebody thought you were gonna say something else. <laughs> no. no, but dude, hey, but that idea that Muscles had about the Rico boy. Bro. Good. What we need is this. How about this, guys? Is this is a crowdsourced show, grassroots? Look, I mean, the two hosts on here were callers. My two co's were call. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't True beat fact. it. We got yep. a. This is by the people for the people type show. Oh, yeah. If anybody is capable with a vector program, that's the thing. You can't just do it on a Photoshop or else I could have done it. But it has to be a vector art program that can go on T-shirts. Help, hit us up. We need some help. It out, man. We need some help. All right. Gosh, let's I see so many people doing dope ass t shirts. No, you don't. That can be us. You that can be that us. You can just put pictures on it. You'll be like, dude, yeah, I, I have seen that. It has the to be character fucking shirts. No, they don't. Dude, I'm telling you, I've seen so many cool shirts from other podcasts, man. They can we only have, have two colors or three that's colors. Not you true. can't. You're going to tell me you, you don't have, have a shirt? Seven Tony, colors. You know how much you're that tell me that you don't have a shirt with a $900 t-shirt. You're going to tell me you don't have a shirt with over two colors in it? No, the most is this. Is I've been printing t-shirts, oh, bro. Not, dude, it's not. Dude, I'm telling you. 13. Bro, when was the last time you got one of our t-shirt designs? I do oh, all oh, that shit. I, and oh, what okay. you gotta do, you get a two color shirt, and then the shirt is actually the third color. That's how you cheap out. You know what I'm saying? Not cheap out, but like the black is the shirt, and then you get a blue and a gray. You can't have pink, blue, jeep. Like, do you know how much that shirt costs? Dude, I'm telling you, I, I guarantee you, I can figure out 
the way for us to get those do it. do it i can't uh, wait I, I will I, will. I can't wait till someone else makes a damn shirt. I don't even know the guy that I'm gonna talk to. Do it. This. If you talk about if you talk about that Australian dude who misspelled let's on our fucking thing, I'm gonna go nuts. The number is 252 228 5098. Yo, 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 uh, y'all know it? what it is. It's, yeah, it's, the, same it's the same call. Sorry. Tony, get it together. What's going on, my C three family? I'm from North Carolina. At work, just in highly anticipating the show. Hey, as far as, you know, shout out to the great Tony Dunn, the homie, Cody Lack, the Cold Dizzle CK. Everybody needs a G, baby. Shut the hell up, Panther Pickle, the great and lovely Crystal Dane C3, and just the whole family. Uh, briefly, with Brian Burns. If we can get adequate comp- uh, compensation, any kind of decent compensation, then I would be cool with like trading them. Oh, great question. Um, what is stuck that? with them for a year. And the only reason why I say stuck at this point is just off the grounds of, well, that's a high price tag and performance really ain't matched up to the money that he wants. So if we do keep them really for a year, I mean, it's, I know a lot of people want to get something back from a tricky topic or subject. But at the end of the day, I'm going to be focused on the guys that's on the roster. So at the moment, Brian Burns is on this roster, so I'm going to support Brian Burns. But at the end of the day, I just wanted to really drop in and just show a little love to my C3 family. But at the end of the day, I we would like to cut bait with Burns. But if we got to keep Burns, hey, I'm cool with it. But, yo, shout out to the longest-running and dopest Panther on podcast on the internet and in these YouTube streets at C3. Yo. Appreciate you, D. Pound it. Pound it, brother. Appreciate you, D. dopest because of you guys calling in. It's got less to well, do. We get the best fans of any podcast, bro. Anyone else that I don't even like to call them fans. I like to call them fam. Fans. You know what I mean? Like, is like, they're not fans of us. They're just Better. part of our conversation. I don't. I. But I want to go back to this comment from MLA four two nine. Yeah, we talked about great. this. What a great question. This has been on my mind for years. Same. In a way. And not because I think it would ever happen or could happen or anything like this. He asked this, is MLA8429, I love you. This is my comment of the night. If we have call of the night, this is my comment of the night so far. He said, question, if Tepper wanted to hire y'all as the team's official podcast, would you do it knowing you'd lose your independence? Great. That's tough. Incredible question. Number one, I will sell out fucking immediately. Yeah, what's that money look like? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... Uh, what's some dollar-dollar bills looking like? Like, I paid, done. Like, nah. Um, I do think you raise an excellent question. And that is how teams continue to grow their media experience. And one of the things that I... If I had a dream about this podcast, like if I could say one of the things I've never known what the goal was of this podcast. Like when I started, like I never knew like what the end of the rainbow, like the 
fucking honeypot was. I don't know what it could be or what it will be. It'll never be big enough right now, it seems like, to actually make significant money. But I do think there is a market for, I think teams need to own more of their media, right? Is like as you watch Netflix build their own shows, this brand, the, the content, they own content. I do think if you think of like kind of like a bar, it would be interesting to have a fan version that was helped to be funded and supported by the team that didn't have a tremendous team like bias. And I'm not, first of all, here is this, we fucking do this shit for free. We get up here and talk about and brand. We are free because we choose to do so. What a right. concept, right? I think it would be awesome if the Panthers say, I think a lot of teams, I think every team should do this is if they essentially paid us to have the fan podcast, they gave us more access, but not with the temperament of like, you have to just love everything. Right. The only thing you have to love is the team. Like what we do. Yeah, so but here's the deal. Talk shit about play- and I'm not saying talk like I mean it doesn't have to be complete. How about uh Pat McAfee? His real success came in this authenticity. Right. right? Is and- that if the Panthers brand just had us talking about Brian Burns right now and they had a disclaimer. That we are, you know, not associated with the decision making of the team. But what would be the harm of that? What would be the well, real harm of us being critical and supportive? Do we need to cup everybody's balls at every moment to make them feel better? I think that would bring an authenticity and honesty. And yeah, I mean, you can't be like, oh, David Tepper eats a bag of dicks every day. Like, you know what I mean? You mean there should be some limits, I would think, on how vulgar or critical you could be. But what would be wrong with the team owning the media that discusses if you should tag Brian Burns or not? Because then you're never going to get fair media. So, for example, telling you the rubber meets the road when we're talking about what are we supposed to do when we and everyone and all of our fans want a coach fired? Are we supposed to be advocating for a coach to be fired on our podcast when we're being paid yes. by the team that also employs that coach? How, hold on. How about when David Tepper throws a drink on a fan or does more dumb shit like we know he's going to do? Is that off limits too? Like, Do, no. we, do we just center ourselves? Because, dude, it's like, Dude, it's just like the real media. You're never going to get the real authentic story about uh, who is funding the news networks because we're they're not going to let those stories about run. It anyway, first of all, we're talking about it. We're building their brand for free right now. Right? It's not like the independent media is going to fucking not talk about that shit. I mean, you don't want to have a, 
you don't want to fund something that puts a that tries to bring you down necessarily. Tony, right. would you but pay a show? Time, this podcast has been here through four coaches. But Tony, Five would coaches. you? But would you pay a show? And those people on the show were doing nothing but slandering you and your business and the yeah. decisions that you make. I think it would be awesome. I don't I know. I don't know if you would. Forward thinking to own more of this story, good or bad. And I'm not saying this is, I'm not saying that like, I mean, I'm sure if we just got up there and we're like, we love the Falcons, like you would not be able to own the audience for so long. But I think that the Panther fans don't want, I don't think, I think every team has a media, they're going to encounter good and bad media. We're going to be through with them through the good and the bad. We've been here through Matt Rule, through Frank Reich. Like, we actually, so is this. If you're mad that we said fire Frank Reich, if you're mad that we said fire Matt Rule, guess who's here still? So I I think this is I do understand that if you buy into the corporate white patent, you know, you have to make some concessions. Like, you can't come out and be like, David Tepper is a... I want to fuck you. Also, do you think they would let us? You know, do you think they would let us do the free for all though? Like letting people come on to the show and like be a part of it and and talk, see, that, that's a that's another thing that I worry about and one of the things that we've done a great job at if we're patting ourselves on the back here is that we've built a community that Panther fans want to see themselves a part of. And another thing that I would worry about in that scenario is that if we did do that. Uh, are we losing the interactivity between all the fans that have helped to build this thing it's up in the first happen. place? You don't really got to worry about all that. It's never. Oh, but we're happen. talking about the hypotheticals here, man. I'm I, just saying. I think you can have a division, though, that is more. You could have Panthers.com that is more sophisticated, and you could have Panthers.com slash fans. Right? And. Look, is Barstool has a giant community. You know, you have. This, also I like, just feel like they're losing. They're trying to be the bros, though. They're not trying to be that normal type of media. But by the way, in between, I want to be. I think it would be cool to be in between. Where is this? Is have we ever slandered or said anything um, without merit on this show? I don't think so. I mean, you did say Cameron Artist Payne was fucking around with Eric's girlfriend. <laughs> or his uh, daughter well, that, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that was my But that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, oh, we somebody can say- bought something. Oh, shit. Somebody bought a fucking first purchase. Just got Somebody bought something. First time in four months. Somebody bought some merch. Great job. Whoever, I'm going to shout them out. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's a balance. But here is my thing is I think that a lot of this these teams, by the way, this was to Lewis. Thank you. Oh, it's Lou from Fort Myers. Yeah, and by the way, uh, Lou did say that uh, he's turning 22 on the 22nd. So my Pisces brother, happy birthday, man. I have found it. I'm 12 years older than him. I'm an old fuck. CK, and you're into high-end production. So I'll ask you this. We talked a lot about when they did the Amazon Prime, you know, they embedded the team 
like they did camp they do com camp confidential uh, you have the hbo that does hard knocks yeah david tepper has 20 he's worth 23 billion dollars can yeah. he not just finance his own production of something like that and maybe you lose forty thousand dollars eighty thousand mm. dollars but the brand builds right from buying the media you're buying the conduit you're owning look netflix doesn't make oh, money off of a single show but they have sunk is... a bazillion dollars into those shows but the brand builds why can david Te shouldn't these teams be trying to own more of that production and i would argue that the panthers and a lot of nfl teams as billion dollar fucking institutions suck at this we look at the live press conferences and they have a the volume is always terrible Why? you can never hear what they're saying yeah. you can never hear what the, what they, at this the people the people asking the questions you can never hear what they're saying but tell me, this is a great question or a great comment from bill cravens is is the team is going to want to micromanage any official podcast they're going to want to control uh they're going to want to control your guests and what your topics are uh, but also hold on no it's not okay because what if uh, we want to interview, for example, Scott Fowler, but David Tepper has a beef with Fowler and yeah. doesn't want and doesn't want to talk. Now you're basically telling us who we can and can't interview. Insecurity. That's an insecurity, and you need to have a big enough. But they're going to Tony. Yes, there are all those that things. You don't have to be. But they're going to do it anyway. But they're going to do it anyway. Like right, no, that, you, you can't you might be right. those forces. You need to embrace it. You need to embrace you. It's like kind of like trying to bury a story and you know it's going to come out. It makes you look worse to bury it. Yeah, I'm sorry. You can't not fight the negative that. voices on this. I think you would say this. This is not official team message, but sponsored by, you know, you put some sort of caveat on in there. I, I think it would be very forward thinking to be the person that was most self-critical instead of everybody else shitting on you allow us to celebrate and shit on your we're gonna do it anyway i don't know yeah but they're never That's gonna do that yeah, I, they, no, I agree Tony, i agree with you i i'm in the same boat they're I'm not gonna lose money that they're is that is never gonna happen on is and say we were paid by the panthers and say Scott Fowler came on and said David Tepper was out of line throwing that drink, blah, 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 blah. Are the Panthers worse? Are they worth less money tomorrow? No, they're not. I hear you. I agree they're, with you. They're, they're never going to do it. Only build their value. I, I truly don't think it would hurt their value. But that's I, mean, the I, I agree. That's a but radical vision. We had the question of if the Panthers did that. I do have a, I don't think this podcast is going to be it, but I, if I was the Panthers, if I was the owner, I would try to step outside that box of control. All right, but Tony, you're not the owner. So as a podcast, and I could barely afford my fucking as, no, as somebody, as somebody that owns, as somebody that owns this podcast, is there a dollar amount? 
I mean, this is for CK as well. This is for the three of us. Bro. Uh, if they were like, if they were Eight like, if they, if they came to us and was like, you know, here's, a, you know, I don't even know what amount to throw out a year. But like, if they were going to really pay money, us and, and they, they decided what, what was on uh, off limits, the guests that we could have, no Done. more free sell out. I'm a sell out right away. I'm broke as fuck. I'm in debt. I'm in debt. Hell yeah. I'll do that shit. I do this shit for free, bro. I mean, ultimately, we do this when taxes are all said and done for like 12 bucks. I mean, I know that's a... Dude, I'm telling you, when it's all said and done, when you look at all the expenses, all of this and that... But this is yeah, but doesn't Pat McAfee show you that there are levels to this? That I mean, not everyone's not Pat Pat McAfee, bro. We've been going yeah. at this for 10 years. Yeah, there's, people watching. there's no other lanes for people to, to, to continue to grow and to continue to, to build this. I think your vision is very limited, brother. I gotta be honest with you. I wow. think it's very limited. I think you gotta expand the horizons on it, man. I think that it could be bigger. Dude, I think you're. It, it could be no. It could be no. Pat McAfee it has shown See? you that that if you give, I mean, okay. obviously the ESPN deal is different, but if you give up every good thing that makes it where people come to your show, it's they're not coming to for so the same product. No, I, I think ESPN. I think that no. I mean, dude, every they're always pulling in. 60 to 70 CK, will know the best. CK is is his show stronger or weaker than it was before ESPN? Um they're pushing a lot stronger. Yeah. I, I, I would say it's such, the only reason I say that is because he has access to so many more people that uh he didn't before now. You know, like he has you know the the rock on a show and all that stuff you know okay yeah i mean um my, my, my only point is like that we, audience is less committed how often do you watch the mcafee show i watched it more when it was just on youtube well, i mean it's still on youtube I, i've it never is, watched i've never watched them on the like, i felt cooler being part of something that wasn't part of the establishment, which is now me talking shit about our decision to be bought out by the Panthers. Well, but I do like but when no, they're like like, oh, what are our horizons? Like, Pat, that's like ridiculous. But uh, fans are not going to come to the show if it's not the same show that they originally gave a fuck about. Then once the viewers are out the door, then the Panthers are out the door and they're fucking tossing us into the trash can like use the goods. I think you, it's you can't, incredible. You can't question. abandon what got you to the dance. I think an incredible question. Who asked it again? And one in a complicated name. Not complicated. It was just something I can't remember. The fucking stream yard buttons. I do think it's just interesting. Still, and I no. am taking a different position than you guys. I think that the negative voices will always exist, right? The criticism of David Tepper, the criticism of the coach. So why not make money off of it? You know, like they could make, we're going to be fans and talk shit regardless. 
Why not monetize it if I'm the Panthers? Own more of the space. David Tepper, my number is 252-228-1598. Give me a number. And if it's like in the five figures, we're talking. <laughs> Six figures, we're really talking. Right on. Seven figures, fired. I'm fucking letting you throw drinks on me daily. I agree Let's with Lou. Go. If I'm on the show, David Tepper is probably firing me personally. I don't think so. I think yeah. this is, I don't think David Tepper, you know, all right. Last uh, point on this. Let's see if we could win, if if this could actually work, right? So say we were owned by them right now. These questions came up. Is David Tepper the worst owner in the NFL? First, could you ask that question? And B, could you answer it honestly? And C, here is my answer. He's no fucking worse than any other billionaire. At the end of the day, people sure. want to find a scapegoat. They want to say medals. He want to do this. But every bill, he is just a regular billionaire. And that is a big old dickhead that's got more money than anybody. Yeah, so he's not going to let people Why? He's not gonna have he's a show that lets people shit he on can it. make money by me calling he him. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's not going to let, uh, he's not going to have a podcast. That's gonna he's throw him under the bus and be honest about him and shit on him. Yeah, okay. but so well, much. you know like, what? That's every owner's the same one, though. Like that's an insecurity that should not exist with billionaires. But it does. But name a billionaire that that that's not the case for. Name any other billionaire that has uh, a, a podcast. I was a billionaire. I would let you are, know shit about. But you're not. You're in debt. You just told us. I know, well, but if I was a billionaire, I wouldn't fucking give a fuck. I wouldn't yeah, give you're a, you'd be a billionaire, of course. What are you talking about? That's what I'm saying is this, is why should the team worry if you're critical about decisions? I think that's an insecurity thing. Anyway, mm. I'm tired of... Uh, uh, that would be my ultimate... You asked me what my dream was for the Carolina Panthers... In this podcast, I would love them to buy this podcast. Yeah, this is the guy like, that give, them, the give us the freedom to just be what we are, which is simply a fan discussion. I never try to tell fans what to think. I never try to act like I know more than about football than them. I hope I don't. And if I do, I never. My goal is for us to hang out. And just talk and rap about this yep. shit. Some people love Brian Burns. Some people don't. Hey, great comment by Joey. He says, Cody, he's just going to tell you you don't have a leg to stand on. And then he's going to tell me I haven't seen a snap of football. And he wouldn't be wrong about oh either of these God. things. <laughs> That's the comment Joey, of the night. Read it one more time. Hold on. First of all, Cody son of a bitch, and who doesn't know uh, that? No, Joey's the blind panther Esquivel. It's in the name. Well, it's yeah, not up there anymore. Yeah, it is. It says blind panther vlogs. Vlogs. It doesn't say Esquivel anymore. But read this is well, we know that. Yeah, it's one of the greatest <laughs> comments in the history of. He's just gonna show. tell you you don't have a leg to stand on, and tell me I haven't seen a snap of football. 
And you wouldn't be wrong about either of those things. God damn, Joey. <laughs> God oh damn, God. Joey. Bro, Wakanda forever. Let's go. <laughs> Panther Pickle. Hey guys, um, this is Panther Pickle. Listen, I just wanted to get this out. Um, less, um, the Brian Burns situation has become an eyesore. I am tired of talking about it. I really don't give a damn what. Um, Same. I'm so done with this shit. Um, yeah. I, I think it would be um, another in a long line of bad contracts for us to give him $30 because He's frankly not worth it. He is a good edge rusher, not an elite edge rusher. I don't think he doesn't have the correct attitude, the correct mental for, in, mental mental makeup to be an elite edge rusher. He just doesn't have it. Um, when he walked out at the end of a bad season, and he had a bad season last year, um, there was things he could have said. The worst thing he could have said was, I gave up because of the contract situation. That's the worst thing he can say. Right now, there's a lot of fans, myself included, who have a bad taste in their mouth, and that taste will not go away. If he comes out and has 15 sacks next year for the Carolina Panthers, we're going to be happy about it. But in the back of our mind, we're going to say, when is he going to give up? When is he going to give up? When is he going to get tired and not feel like playing? That's always going to say that. We're always going to think that from here for the rest of Brian Burns' career, that one statement is going to haunt him. And for my opinion, we need to tag him and trade him. That's how you make the Panthers a better team. That's my it's opinion. Hurting. Keep pounding. And if you don't like it, shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. I mean, I, I really don't know who would be opposed to that at this point, CK. Like the oh, fact dude. that we've had draft picks for him, still haven't got rid of him, and still haven't paid him, fans are just over. Dude, I, I really, I mean, you're right. I can't, I can't for the life of me figure out what makes people think that it's a why we're crazy for thinking the things we're thinking. You know what I mean? Like it just, I feel like everything we're saying is pretty logical, uh, and there's going to be a reason. Once you see what happens, if we don't tag him and if we don't trade him. Uh, it, once you see the market, the actual contract he signs, I think that's when you're going to realize how much we would have had to pay because we were a bad team and how much good teams are not going to be willing to pay him that much money. If he goes to a good team, I think the contract is for a long, a less amount of time. Right. So if like, say he signs with the Ravens, I think he signs a three-year deal instead of a five-year deal. You know? And, yeah, man, he's going to get some good money because he's the free agent that you are putting your money on. But the Panthers have to make him a a franchise player. You know? And really, let's just be honest. We're thinking too much about this from the Panthers' perspective and the Panthers' fan perspective. If I'm Brian Burns, I say this. Let me hit free agency. Let me go. Like, his dream would to not be franchise tag, to maybe get a two- or three-year deal, and then he can get another deal with a team if he's on a good team. Say he goes to the Lions and plays beside Aiden Hutchinson. 
right? And he racks up 15 sacks. He's going to negotiate a second contract that's bigger. I don't think he sits out a franchise tag. I don't think anyone does that. I think the last person that did that was Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell demanded a trade. But he got paid less when he ended up going to the Jets than what the Steelers offered him initially. You can't. Wasn't the guaranteed money more for the Jets? $30 million for you to play one season or 25 or whatever. You cannot forfeit that money. It's just not financially in your interest. And you can argue that the franchise tag benefits teams too much and this and that. But if I'm Brian Burns, I would rather not be franchise tag. I'd rather get a three-year deal with the team. I'd rather go put up 15 sacks. Then the next year, put up another 12. And then being like, I'll hold out my last year and make them pay me another contract. Yeah, I just don't I, think the Panthers are in a position to be setting the bank for any fucking buddy. Period. That's why I, I called my shot, Tony. They're going to tag him. And then they're going to trade him. And it's going to be some team in the back half of the first round. They're going to give us their first, hopefully, uh, for Brian Burns. And uh, people keep saying, too, if, do you get one or two first-round picks? Two first rounds, I'm pretty sure. Is it two? Yeah, it's two. Uh, it's get game them game out of game. here. Nobody's going to do that. Nobody, here, yeah, it, that's, nobody, nobody did, for, nobody did that for Lamar Jackson. Nobody's going to do that for... Uh, for Brian Burns, I'm sorry. But they have to just meet your offer sheet. So Lamar's offer sheet was like 200 million guaranteed, right? So they didn't want to set the the bar with Lamar getting all that guaranteed quarterback money. How about this? If another team is not willing to do that, doesn't that tell you something? I don't think any player... There are very few players outside the quarterback position. In fact, I don't know any player outside the quarterback position that's worth two first. You wouldn't say Miles Garrett or a TJ no. Watt or a Bosa? No. no. Mm. Two first and then pay all that money? Dude, I feel like the Rams would do that shit in a heartbeat. And I mean, they offered two flinch. first to be fair. So, I mean, it wouldn't be yeah, out of question. So again, but... Like, what if the Rams send us their pick again and they're not done with Burns? They want to get as much help while they have Matthew Stafford and try and make another run at it. They made the playoffs again this year. Unless those two firsts are like 30 second, two 30 second. I'm sorry. I don't think if you are taken on. You would have to be a piece away. I mean, how about this? Are the Chiefs going to do that for a defensive end? No. I mean, they, they, did, might, they did it for... Uh, they might do it for Chris Justin Jones. Jefferson. I mean, well, I mean, they, they did that. They renegotiated and gave Chris Jones a massive amount of money for that one year. One but. year deal, though. He didn't get what he wanted. They basically franchise tagged him. Yeah. I don't know. That's an interesting question. Is any player other than a quarterback worth two firsts? The number is 252-228-5098. Let's take another call. What is up, C3? It's JJ calling in. I know it's been a JJ? while into the show, but I figured I'd come in, still be the supportive C3 Panther fan that I am. So 
figure, you know, like, comment, subscribe the video. Use that code C3 if you're using any prize picks in the NBA season while the NFL season Aren't we all sad about that? But I also wanted to give a quick shout out to the uh, spaces, the Twitter or X spaces. If anyone would like to join, we do them on Mondays and Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. usually. Uh, you can get at us on Twitter X to get in a group chat. See if you could get a part of the C3 club and family, really. And you can start joining those Twitter spaces more often. Get your opinion out there. Shoot, we could even get you on the Friday free for all at 7 p.m. Cody Lack always put the link in the chat. Um, really just wanted to get get it back out there, you know. Follow the C3 crew. Well, give a quick reminder for everyone to do all that shit. Like the video. And just keep trying to support the C3 family as much as you can, you know. I know I don't call in often, but figured I'd give a quick little 90 seconds of preaching and supporting to my C3 family. Ho- hope everyone yes, has sir. a good and great rest of your week. We appreciate you, JJ. JJ is the man. Certified. Uh, All right. Yeah, you ready man. to take another call? Yeah, let's do it. And follow all my boys there on the screen, man. Hey, Panther, Michael, Diesel, Skills, um, Griffin, Kobe. from Charlotte. Hope y'all boys are having a good Tuesday. Calling in about noon here. Uh, I know it's a little early to call in, but uh, just got a break between one of my classes. And you know I'm going to start this up again. So this morning I wake up to um, a bunch of ESPN reports saying Brian Burns and the Panthers are far away from a deal. He has turned – he wants 30 – fucking million dollars now let me just get this clear okay we are a rebuilding team and for all the reasons i gave on the friday free fall and for my last call this is exactly where it comes into fruition use the non-exclusive franchise tag on him because you know we wouldn't be in this predicament if bitter traded him earlier but now regardless of what we do he's gonna count against uh, the cap so no, you just know, use the regular well franchise tag. And just do the non-exclusive tag. If someone wants to give you two first-round picks for him, that's awesome. Like that, that, that's that's amazing, right? Even if that's, um, you know, like a late first-round pick this year, and potentially like you don't know what it is next year. That is still an awesome haul for a guy. That I'm telling you guys, if Dan Morgan, I, 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 I do think. There is a great chance that he can find an edge rusher either next year's draft or this year's draft. They can give us eight sacks as rookie season. It happened with like four different guys this year. So like, don't tell it's me it's possible, man. That's not true. And the other aspect of this is is that you can go out and sign a free agent edge rusher for seven million dollars on the dime that can give you that production. I'm telling you, I would rather have at this point someone that can set a physical edge. Uh, at that position. I think that's more important for us, and that's what Brian Burns lacks. Um, you got people on Twitter trying to cape for this bullshit. Listen, the re- reality is, is that I, I don't want to, I want to see that same energy, um, for DJ Moore, right? When DJ Moore got traded, everyone said, oh, oh, we fleeced the Bears. It doesn't matter. Guess what, guys? DJ Moore is a better caliber player than Brian Burns ever is going to be. Wow. Okay? I'm going to keep that same energy. I think they were both 16. On my timeline saying, we're going to suck now. Guys, we were 2-15 and 15 with Brian Burns. Stop acting like he's this Julius Pe- Peppers dude. He never scored any touchdowns for us. None of that. So, I, I'm sorry. Keep that same energy. Take the offers. Take the offers if you get any for him. 
don't pay him that money. We don't need more money being rolled over to next year's cap and we have more room to sign anyone. Or, hey, if someone wants to do a one-on-one swap, let's get it done for a receiver, man. I'm Adam Brian Burns. Give me your thoughts, C3 Nation. Thank you, Anthony. Part of the C3 Part of the C3 spaces part. By the way, I put up a poll in the chat basically about that. I said, uh, what should the Panthers do about Brian Burns? Pay him 30 plus, tag and trade, or make him play on the tag? Right now, 93% say tag and trade. I, I, I have a couple of questions. One is about the non-exclusive that you guys keep talking about, right? And, and we... Mm-hmm. The closest we ever heard, or at least I can remember it being plausible, was with Lamar, right? Is that they put Lamar on the non-exclusive. They gave him a giant offer, but he wanted more. I think what a team has to do is exceed that offer, right? Like, they can't be like, we want you and we match it. We can't want you and pay him less, and he can't go to another team for less money. So for me, this is where I don't know how the non-exclusive would actually work with Brian Burns, is that means the Carolina Panthers would have to give him an offer. They would have to honor that offer. Or they would have the right to match. So if somebody said, hey, we're going to pay Brian Burns. Eat it. But I think they have to honor the offer that they initially give. So I think they no, got to say we don't have to give no we don't have to give an offer. We we we're, we're saying oh, so that he's going to so they can just match whatever We're saying else. that he's okay. going to play on a franchise tag. Some team comes along and says, "Hey, we're going to give him a contract For and we'll give years. you two. Well, if we decide that we still like him better than whatever value we'd be getting in that trade, well then they could match that offer or yeah, uh, and if they're not willing to another question about that, then yeah, you make the trade. Another question about the details of this in the chat, I'm sure can clear it up, and my co-host can. So one of the things I've learned when we've been doing this podcast is that if you trade a player, right? Like say we traded, for instance, Christian McCaffrey, which we did. We traded him for these picks. But he had a guaranteed contract of $34 million, right? So you sign the guarantee. A team is actually obligated to pay you that $34 million right then. But as long as you're on the team, they get to spread it out over the life. But if they cut or trade you, right, they have to accelerate. So say I sign somebody to $100 million in a five-year contract. 100 million guaranteed and it was like a 300 million dollar contract and i wanted to cut them after two years i could have if i kept them for five years paid them 20 million 20 million 20 million right you prorate the guaranteed money but if you decide to cut them you have to pay all of the guaranteed money right there yeah so when you trade a player you don't trade their guaranteed money yeah. You just trade their salary. So my question is when you tag and trade a person, when you tag someone, that's fully guaranteed right there. How do you actually why do they let you trade that money away? If they don't let you trade the guaranteed money, say we got somebody on a two-year deal 
20 million dollars guaranteed and a dollar salary right so we trade him to the falcons and they got to pay him one dollar that's it we still got to pay that 20 million right then when you tag and trade someone why does the tag actually go with them why doesn't the team if that's fully guaranteed why does it stick with the team does that make sense what i'm asking yeah, I think that makes sense. Like, I mean, and obviously we say tag and trade, tag and trade. So it's in the interest of a team to tag and trade them. And obviously the other team picks up the tag. Why did they let, is that just a caveat, a clause they have in the tag? Uh, you, you understand what I'm saying? So say we do this. So say we sign a player today to a one-year, $10 million deal guaranteed and they get 1 million in salary. Yeah. So if you cut them right away, you don't have to pay the million dollars in salary because they didn't play, but you have to pay them the guaranteed money. If you trade that player to another team, they have to, the Carolina Panthers have to pay the guaranteed money. Right. That doesn't go with the trade. The other team just has to pay the $1 million salary part, right? So when we traded Christian McCaffrey, no, when we traded Christian McCaffrey, we still have dead money because we have to pay his guaranteed contract. They just have to pay the salary part. So my question is, is why if a tag, a franchise tag is fully guaranteed when you trade it, how do you actually get the jettison that money? I don't know. It must just be I, I don't know because of the CBA. Or I don't something. know if it's that simple because they're taking on a player's contract. I get what you're oh, saying. Like I know right. there's dead money, but not all. It's like because money. I know that, but I know that teams that have taken on players in certain trades, they've had to pay some of the guaranteed money of the player. So you that can write it into the language of the trade, I guess, where you would say we pay you. Uh, $10 million to have this person. I just know this is that if we traded, for instance, Bryce Young right now, his full rookie contract is fully guaranteed. They would just get him on a less, like, just uh, here, pull up a player. Pull up well, a player. A, ML, well, look, ML, ML, hold on, hold on. ML8429 uh, says the signing bonus stays on the cap as dead money. After right. a cut, trade or retire. So again, exactly. so my moment. question is this is why does it the franchise tag stay with the team that tags them? It's interesting that you get if you say tag and trade, that indicates to me that they it must not be a signing bonus, it must be a guaranteed salary. There must be something in the language of the contract that says it's different than a signing bonus but also didn't the um the commanders didn't who took on chase young's uh they picked up his fifth year right the commanders and then he played under the fifth year under chase young am i remembering that right no i don't think the commanders picked up his fifth year option I think they just traded him in his fourth year. Shout out to I the think chat. That room. was the. 
It says uh, MLA uh, says uh, if you spread a signing bonus out over the length of a contract, example, four years, and traded them after one year, the remaining signing my, bonus money is automatically dead. That's my point. That, that is my point right there. So why is the franchise tag go to the team you trade them to? Right. If that if you have to eat that dead money as a sign. So obviously the franchise tag isn't a signing bonus. There is some sort. It must be guaranteed salary or something. Uh, let's keep going through with the calls. Uh, San Fran picked up his fifth year option. Did they actually the, pick it the, up? He said that Washington declined his fifth and traded and traded. And his fourth. I don't think. I think he's hitting free agency. I don't think they got his fifth year option. Yeah, but that's what. But that's what I'm saying. This year, this past year, it wasn't his fifth year, was it? He got drafted the same year. He went number one. When who went number two? But I think he has another year with San Fran. Then. Um, Where else he would be the? Oh, no, let's, uh, nah, he's a free agent. No, no, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at yeah. it. No, he's a free agent because Washington declined. Hey, he's a free option. agent. Yeah, Washington. Can declined another team pick up a free? Well, I guess they can because we did with Darnold, right? You can pick up a fifth year option if he traded. I know that who went first? Who went second that year? That was the year Chase Young went number one and Justin Herbert went number no, six. No, I think uh, six. Justin Herbert went number six that year. And I remember my friend was a commander. He's a commander fan. He's mad. He's like, we could have picked Justin Herbert, yeah. but we picked fucking Chase Young. Let's go to another call. The number's 252-228-1598. You were right, Cody, when you said we would argue three hours about this. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, everybody talking about us trading in the first round. With all the needs, I think we should be looking very, very hard at auctioning that number 33 off because if Penix or Bo Nix or someone like that is there, you might be able to get a, a nice little haul in return to go down. Yeah, five. we need to talk about this. Just for somebody to get quarterback. Just saying something to think I'm about, guys. It happens every year right at 32 and 33. Teams either rush up to get a quarterback at the end of the first round, or they want somebody who somehow slipped and would there only be in the first round on Thursday night now. You know, you got 24 hours to sit there and have an option. There's something to think about. Oh, that. overnight. Without you don't have to rush it either. Pick up an extra second or extra third. Great call. Um, great call. That's a, that's a, this is something that a lot of Panther fans have been talking about. So we all get that, right? If the Carolina Panthers, we're picking at 33, and let's say like what he's saying, like a, a Michael Penix Jr. or a Bo Nix falls to that spot, and or you're a quarterback a needy team. And that another team loves. Oh, right, but I think the quarter, they're saying that there could be as many as five to six quarterbacks that go in the first round, and that's legit. This Crazy. is a great year. Dude, this is such a better year for quarterbacks. I oh, don't even get me fucking started, oh dude. But say. nah, but but it is, dude. Whatever, I'll fucking smack your shit out of you. To the All screen. right, let's see uh, how good they are. But uh, my the question to everyone is: Do we think that's a possibility? It could, in the event that one of these quarterbacks or yes, whatever position player falls, 
could the Panthers move back a couple spots? CK, I will put it to you like this. If I'm concerned about overpaying Brian Burns, I'm not interested in signing other big name free agents nor moving up. I mean, I think that's an understandable mindset uh, given our history with moving up. <laughs> number or, one, yeah, no, this is just free agents. The lack of talent and depth on this team. If moving back to 42 gets us another second or third round pick, are we really that mad? Is this team ready to pay Brian Burns? Are they ready? We don't even know. People are undecided about Bryce Young. I would so much. We have no that. idea what this beautiful male model and Dave Canales is going to be. We hope the best. We're cheering for all of it. Right. Even our Iki Aquano, who was a top 10 pick, is under is questionable among fans. Are the Panther fans or are the Panthers in the position to move up to add free agents? No. I think we are in a not a rebuild. We are in a build. What's the difference? I will move back seven spots to get an extra pick. Who gives a fuck? What? Lad? Oh, we lose Lad McClunk, whatever this guy is. Come on. Is we? Do you think the Panthers are in a place where they should be moving up? No. They're not mm. moving up. Moving up what to if, 22? Is that really going to change the team? What if no. we could... Uh... I'm moving back, baby. I mean, I hear you, but I do I do want to know what the difference in your opinion between a build and a rebuild, because we never do this. We never commit to the actual rebuild, and then Panther fans get mad whenever we want to get rid of the players okay. to get us the necessary draft picks to rebuild. How about you tell me, what is the difference? Well, you're the one who said it. Like I said, no, question, because we have... People have told me we are bridging, we are rebuilding. I don't think we're rebuilding. We haven't had anything good. So you tell me what the difference between them. I'll tell you what I believe if you want me to go first. Yeah, yeah, I want to. Yeah, because you're saying that it's not. You're saying it's not a rebuild. It's a build. What's the yeah, difference? I would say this is right now. There are little to nothing. There is little to nothing to be confident about in this team. And that's not saying that we shouldn't root for him. It's not saying we shouldn't be excited. We shouldn't be optimistic. These and this, but tell me what player is proven. Tell me what coach like, no, is we have nothing right now. We have five or six years of failure. So how do you rebuild on failure? You are building. You're not rebuilding. Yeah, you could have said rebuilding for years. I think you're splitting hairs here, though. No, I'm not. But that's not the it's, same thing. Tell me, how about this? Is my whole argument about Brian Burns? Is that I'm not? I don't think I'm not confident that the Panthers have the ability, the capability, to build around Brian Burns, to rebuild around him. 
I think right now the only thing you can do is build around Bryce Young. And to call yeah. that a rebuild after a rookie year where a team got no, it's not a rebuild, it's a but build. It is a rebuild. We are going into an empty lot, bro. There is we're not we're not pulling the carpet you... up. We're not fucking putting paint on the walls. We're none of this. The Panthers are at a point where we never wanted to be. We never wanted to be a team that had to start from scratch. But tell me how we're not. The only thing you're not starting from scratch with is you have a quarterback who was drafted number one and you hope he's good. But other than that, you have nothing. You have yeah, nothing. You have a Icky Aquana, top 10 pick. People are just, they don't know. People don't think he can play left tackle. JC Horn, top 10 pick, doesn't, can't stay healthy. Tell me, Brian Burns, oh, the elitist player in the world that wants $30 million that we can't even love. Tell me anything about this team that you're rebuilding around. No, we are building. I don't know. I think you're you're building on your you're rebuilding your deed line. If you're getting rid of Burns, you got rid of most of your. What's good about it? You've gotten rid of gotten rid of rebuilding. That's my okay, but listen, you're that's what I'm saying. You're splitting hairs. If you don't have talent, yes, you are. Because if you don't have the requisite talent on your team, like you're saying that we have all these young guys. Then yeah, the rebuild started last year when you traded away DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey. Now you're going to continue to do it this year wow. by getting rid of Brian Burns. You have to rebuild around your quarterback. That's literally what we drafted the quarterback for. Uh, uh, even a couple seasons ago, we were under the impression that, oh man, we were just a quarterback and a couple pieces away from a legitimate contender. Right. That's my, that's my point. We were wrong. Then we weren't anywhere near as close as we thought we were. It's time to rebuild. We had to rebuild. And my that's what we're doing Kevin now. This my boy, Kevin, we're splitting hairs. No, we're talking about we're the not splitting hairs. You yes, are, are understanding the definition, the definition of build and rebuild. Uh, Kevin, uh, my boy Kevin, I love this guy so much. Uh, Tony, you're on fire. He will remember that. He says this is if you tear down a gas station, do you rebuild a hotel there or do you build a hotel there? And that is my exact point. CK, what are we rebuilding around? Are we real? Are we rebuilding around a coaching staff? Are we um, rebuilding around a defensive line? Are we yeah. rebuilding around top picks? The answer is yes to all those. No. Yeah, it is. See, okay, kinda, oh it, my God. If you ask, if I will yeah. fucking okay. ruin you tonight if you double agree. double I mean, your power. Oh what do you think? You're, I mean, what 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 do you what else do you rebuild around? You don't yeah. you build. It's a fucking blank canvas right now, dude. So how about this? Is do you repaint a blank canvas? I feel like this is like splitting yeah, hairs you're splitting though. Hairs. Like, you're splitting hairs, yes, dude. You are you are. building or rebuilding? Are you retooling or 
people have always said, oh, we're not rebuilding. We're retooling. You could have right. said they're splitting hair. Yeah, you're saying the same build thing. On, bro. You're saying the same thing as all those dumbasses that said, oh, we're retooling. No, yes, I'm not. You're I'm rebuilding. It's worse than that. I'm saying we're starting with a blank canvas right now. There's no brush strokes on it. We're not trying to adjust the tattoo. We're not trying to take a tattoo on your body that you got when you're 18 and make it look cooler than a tramp stamp. We you're are split, fucking, dude, you have no. You, have a mi- you are splitting so many hairs, you're using a fucking microscope, dude. Okay. You're I'm like zooming that. in to I like. Disagree. We're saying I disagree. the same talking thing. about the meaning of the word. But the all word. those things that you just what mentioned. What are we rebuilding like, around? No, Tell me one the, thing we're rebuilding around. Or you're back in the coaching staff. That simple. Done. The coaching Done. staff is new. You can't yeah, say that's... we're rebuilding around them. Fucking you new. have to commit to the rebuild by trading Burns to get pieces and players to build around Bryce and those new coaching staff. That's what okay. I'm saying. I will concede that you could say we're rebuilding around Bryce Young, but the fact that he was completely unsuccessful in his rookie year, that would be like, we're going to rebuild this sandcastle that was not a castle on the fucking beach. Sorry, we're building. We are not rebuilding. We are building. Well, whatever we are, if it's construct, dude. If it's building, dude, if it's building or rebuilding, we finding some dogs, boy. Let's go. Danny Morgan on the prowl looking for dogs. How'd you do that? Find them too, bro. The overlay. Bro, because I'm fucking magic cripple. <laughs> you ruined him. Now he's got you put the laser eyes, Pat uh Dogs. We out there looking for him, son. What's up? All right, let's go to the next call. Hey, C3. Um, back with the part two. Just real quick to finish off my point. Sorry, I got a lot to say here. But, yeah, listen, guys. I'm not even trying to be negative. Um, I do think Brian Burns is Don't worry. I got that for you. That. Um, he's definitely done um, a good amount for us, for this organization. I just I, – I don't understand how, you know – Fans, we got to stop having you two ways here, man. Like, I'm, and everyone keeps asking about what my opinion. Listen, I'm neutral on the whole situation. I've been saying that you can go pull these cat calls out from the beginning of when David Canales and Dan Morgan were hired. I've been neutral on the hiring, the process that we're going to go through, what my thoughts are, because I don't know what to truly expect. But you got people out here saying, like, all right. Well, uh, we don't want to get rid of Brian Burns. We got to stop trading proven talent. It's like, guys, we are not one piece away. We are not just a wide receiver away. We're not just an O lineman away. It's gonna take. It's gonna take some time. And I think that's reality. Like nothing good um, happens overnight, right? I know people say in the NFL. Listen, if I've seen it happen uh, on very rare occasions, obviously. When the Bengals drafted Joe Burrow and then they drafted his uh, LSU partner the following year, Jamar Chase, they turned that organization around and went to the Super Bowl. But they also had some good players on that roster before. My point being is that with Brian Burns, if we can pay him, like, listen, 
his estimated market is twenty one million. I would pay him that a five year, hundred, basically a hundred um, eight million dollar contract. You know, like that is reasonable. But for the people that are that are out, like I do not want to pay him a five year, one hundred fifty million dollar contract. I don't want to be tied to him for multiple years. I don't want his money going into our cap space that we have next year, where we could potentially go out and sign a top tier a left guard or top tier left tackle or center or right tackle or a top tier linebacker or any of that stuff. I'm telling you guys, once we start getting into our draft evaluations and doing mock drafts on the free for all and spaces and all that stuff, I'm telling you guys, there's already a few guys I have in mind that I've watched this year personally that can put up eight sacks a season off the bat. And I'm not even being hyperbolic with that statement. I think we just need to stop this notion that, oh, we lose Brian Burns, we're going to suck. Oh, what? We're going to go from two wins to one win? Give me a break. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Well, how come you guys keep the same energy for Derek Brown? Listen, Derek Brown's been on the rise. Okay, Derek Brown just got 100. He was basically a linebacker playing D-tackle, along with the fact that he stopped every single run play. Stop comparing the two. Let's rebuild. Let's do this the right way. Anthony from Charlotte, those are my thoughts. Uh, hey, keep pounding. Great call. great call, man. You saved it at the end. You saved it at the end because I'm not one of those people. If you're not going to pay him 21, like, then he's not worth it, period. Right? I think Bill Cravens has the the comment that I have been trying to articulate for several weeks. And he says this, this team is two to three years away from needing a DN like Burns. And that is exactly what I mean. Is this not a referendum on Brian Burns' ability? His, how good he is? It's just like, is he right now the team, the thing you want to, rebuild around according to you stupid ass motherfuckers no i mean like that's the thing is like i think brian burns could be a great player on a good team but is he gonna be a great player on he a bad be. team you know he will be he will be a good he will be a really good player on a really good team and i think that's gonna happen soon i Dude, I, I think we're going to finesse something, man. And by the way, you know why we would? Well, because there's options, baby. The Panthers have options, Tony. And just like I said to you earlier, if we're going to see anything out of Bryce, we have to upgrade the receiving room. We have to do it. And there's a you lot of options that, that people anybody. have been pointing to. add Philly Brown no, and Brent Burson. It would oh, shut up. That's the dumbest shit. You might as well resign DJ Chark then. What are you talking about? Oh, no, no. You have to upgrade. Okay. No, so we're not doing so the same. No, okay. So then we're not doing the same thing as we did last year where it's like, oh, just any receiver and Bryce will make him work. No, fuck that. We have seen that Bryce is not that caliber of quarterback, at least yet. So you have to get better weapons around him. If you're not looking... And, and, you know, if you're the Dave or Dan Morgan and Dave Canales, and if you're not looking at the possibilities of acquiring a Brandon Ayuk, who, by the way, uh, uh, he is uh, going to be around, I believe, uh, 21.8 million in dead money. Or no, that's Debo. But the, pretty much the 49ers, they can't pay him. So they're going to have to move on, on from his him. Rookie contract still, right? 
Yes. So again, yeah, you're having to, you're younger. talking about probably having to pay him too. Um, he's like Brian Burns. He wants the big money. He wants he a new wants contract. contract. Yes. The reason they can't to hold out too. They the reason they can't sign him is because they paid Debo, they paid Bosa, they don't got the money to give to everybody. So right. he wants to play for the 49ers because they're good, but he wants exactly he's he's Brian Burns. He's a Brian Burns wide receiver. He's a say again. He is the wide receiver version of Brian Burns. What does that even mean? What do you think it means? CK, what do you think it means when I say that? When he's the what? He is the wide receiver version of Brian Burns. He's actually not at all. So he's not mm. a very good player who we want to classify as elite. He but was, but, but he has top tier money. He has and been that elite. He can't afford him. He has How been. Is, he has been elite on an offense. Where what he's their fourth or fifth option? Is he CMC, better than Debo? CMC, I think CMC, so. Actually. George Kittle, Debo. George Kittle. Like, dude, I don't want to hear his name. He's a bum. He's, like, he's a oh, He's hurt half the time, and he's all right. He's very good, but he's hurt half the time. He is not as transcendent as you guys want to think. So tell me this: How about this? Is Brandon Ayuk? A better free agent option than Brian Burns. Yes. Is I he? Would, I would a, pay ask you one more question. Chat room. Just put, put put the name of the player or Burns. Ayuk or Burns. How about this one? Is who would be? Come on, chat. For the same exact dollar amount, would you rather have Ridley, Ayuk, or Higgins? There's no dollar difference. Mm. There's no dollar difference. Who, you want him more than T. Higgins and Calvin Ridley? Oh, just said, hey, well. No, those three players. Him and T. Again, dude, that's you have to, That's the tag and trade, bro. He is a tag and trade. So that's the same as T. Higgins. So who's who do you want more? Uh. Probably Brandon Ayu, but I would love you to. You fucking um, out of your mind, bro. I mean, he's a separator. I think that's what we need right now. We need okay. his style of wide receiver. So yeah, I, I was gonna. No but dude, I would do T Higgins. Dude, I would pay T Higgins or Brandon Ayu before I paid Brian Burns all that money. Okay, but which one of those two, Ayuk or Higgins, would you prefer? Because you have to trade for those bitches. I think that Ayuk is a better separator, but I think Higgins has better hands. Oh my gosh, you're just fucking saying shit. Dude, you just said that George Kittle is not that good. So what the fuck are right. you talking he's about? Good. He's good. He's not transcendent good, though. Oh, he, he's everyone's number two tight end behind Kelsey, if not number one. That's not true. Who's better? Oh my God. Who's better? Evan Ingram's oh, been better than him. Fuck Ingram. What are you talking about? Why? Dude, Kittle. I feel like Kittle is living off more. of a big. 
Kittle is good. I'm not saying he's not. This is a throwback, he's man. You can put him on the line. Yeah, you put him on the line, he'll block a defensive end out the play. Okay. He's a monster. Now, I think bro. that Kittle is living on reputation and name a little bit too much. All right, how about this? Who would you rather? And who's more likely to happen? Brandon Ayuk or Mike Evans? Oh, Ayuk. Mike Evans is not coming to the Panthers. Chat, Ayuk or Evans? Put it in the chat. Who Come do you on. want or who is more likely? Because I think those are two incredibly different. Well, do, I, do I? No, that's a good point. Do both. Um, Want Evans. Uh, most realistic is Ayuk. There's no way Mike Evans wears a Panthers jersey. No, no, not a shot. Zero. There's zero percent chance. If you're not gonna, you would have to pay him Brian Burns money. <laughs> you have to be like this. We'll trade you Brian Burns for free and pay you thirty million dollars a year for free. For real? Him. Do you think? All right, okay. Let's keep going through this. Well, who would you rather right. have? I think Mike Evans would help us more immediately. I mean, you're not going to have to trade for Evans. Just sign him to a contract. You have, we have his pros. We have his pros. Yeah, Ayuk, you have to be ready to pay him. Or you get him for a year on the tag. There's no reason you get a player, you tag and you trade for a tag player and not sign him. Because then he's a one-year rental. So you have to be ready to pay him. Like if you trade for him, you got to ready to negotiate. And are you ready? Yeah, then you have a veteran. A you have a veteran wide receiver for Bryce for the next two or three years. Is he that good? Is he better than T? Well, I mean, he's more proven. Look at how many Pro Bowls he's won. Super Bowls. He's that's Mike Evans, man. He ain't won no Super. Oh no, we're talking about you did. I'm talking about, about Ayuk. Oh, what about him? Is Ayuk more proven than T. Higgins? Um, the same. I don't know. The they're same. about, they're about the yeah, they're about. Them are the ultimate same. It's like whoever well, you and get, they, you have to trade for them, and you have to pay them. Yeah, they were not the number one option uh, on their team. On the Bengals, it was Jamar Chase. <clears throat> and, See, I don't um, want to do nothing. CK, I don't want to do any of this. I just want to pass on all of this shit. I mean, not, I, I'm so happy you're not. How is it truly going to help us? Oh, my God. What do you mean? How? It's gonna help us win three what games? What do you mean? How? Dude, you have to have an option for Bryce. Who the fuck is he going to throw the ball to, Tony? I'd rather Tell trade you. Adams. No, no, no. But do you not want to win this shit? Dude, it, it, do you want to get better? As a t Do you want to know what type of player you have in Bryce Young? Because if you want to know, you Man, have to make a big up an offensive line, bro. Yeah. Dude, I don't give a fuck who's running the rounds. Yeah, you do. If he no one's going to scramble, bro. you want Bryce to scramble every single play because no, none of the wide receivers are making separation. The offensive line. I don't give a fuck about these wide receivers. Mike Evans is going to help us for a year. T. Higgins is going to come in and be pretty good. But Bryce Young is going to get crushed. And we got to pay these guys a giant fucking contract. Why is I'd that, rather so crush why, the You have to allocate pay. all the forces to the O-line? Yeah, that's what I would do. Every yeah. single dollar. Ow. 
could be to the offensive line and defense, which there's there's, 20 positions open. Not only this is the other problem with paying Brian Burns. You have to now try to replace the entire linebacking core. Tell me a linebacker that comes back. Jack on a major injury. Frankie Louvu, a motherfucking free agent. Deion Jones, wasn't that his name? Was cut, yep. was on the practice squad, brought back up. That's why tell me a linebacker. Then tell me this. Tell me a corner. The only thing we have are safeties in Von Bell and Xavier Woods. But and those you. motherfuckers are old. How I, are I, you really? There are too many holes on this team. Too many. But holes. Tony, I would rather. I would rather look. Does anyone think that we're going to be a good team in the next year or two? Yeah. All right. So probably, let's probably, no, no. I'm saying no. I'm saying I would rather. We haven't seen a competent offense for five years. So if we're not going to be a contending football team anytime soon, I would rather see an offense that can put up points rather than a defense that is, you know, a top five in certain numbers, and yet whenever we need them, they fall off of a cliff. No, I Bro, want to make moves on offense. Anything. We're going to be t- bottom 25 and everything. That's what if you're you not don't, Tony, If you don't get another wide receiver, you admit that we're going to be drafting a quarterback very soon because there is no way Bryce drives without it. There is no way possible. Even if you put, uh, even if you uh, upgrade every old lineman, Bryce is not going to look good. He's just not. Do you, you agree with that, CK? Um, yes, I, I think I do. Okay. All right. I think I do. All right. But yeah, I'm wrong. It, What's it, next? Then? It's his second year, man. You're that that time on his rookie contract. It's running low. You have to maximize these years, uh, which is what we did not do for Brian Burns. Okay. To the point of. Uh, Mike Evans, uh, if they did franchise tag him, there would be $28.4 million instead of the regular uh, $21.6 million. Meaning they're not going to tag Brian Burns be on the franchise tag. Would it be more than that or less than that? Like, it's probably wide receivers and DNs make about the same. I mean, remember, what, so whatever the, whatever the average of the top five is, so... The, the average 34, between uh, 34, 28, 27. One, uh, somebody have so it's probably 27. What's the average between 24, uh, 34, and, uh, and 24, right? Yeah, the average between 24 and 27. 34. So it's like this is would you rather franchise tag? Uh, who makes a bigger difference to this team? So what you're saying is this is Mike Evans does. But saying what? You're saying that, say, go back to what you put up, the slide that was $27 million for $28 million. For, for Evans? Basically, it's this. is Imagine yep. if you could franchise tag. Imagine if every one of these players you had the option of tagging. Who would make your team the best immediately and for the longest? T. Higgins. So he said we could franchise tag T. Higgins, Brian Burns, Mike Evans, pick whoever else. Uh, who was Brandon Ayuk? The, who makes you better in both the short term and the long term? 
Who banned? Did you who banned somebody? You banned them? Uh, I timed them out. I didn't okay. ban them. Quit talking shit, son. Um, who makes the team better for the long I mean, dude, term and the short term? Here's hey, another thing: isn't going to make the team better for the long term, right? So this is why I I, I would rather. I mean, if you're presenting me with Ayuk Higgins, um, uh, Ayuk Higgins uh, of the or Mike Evans, I think that the two younger guys, even if Bryce isn't the quarterback of the future, you're going to have a wide receiver for that quarterback to throw to. So you want to rebuild around them? I do. I, I want to rebuild this off. Here's the thing. If we're going to suck next year, wouldn't y'all rather oh, see some offense? Oh, sorry. Dude, wouldn't y'all rather see some fucking offense next year? I know I no, sure We haven't would. seen offense in fucking eight right, years. Right, so don't you want to see it? Don't you want to fucking see it? Get fucking no balls because Bryce Young gets destroyed behind the shitty ass line. Tell me, there aren't even the options in free agency to upgrade the old line like you want to. That's like, not true. I mean, what? You're going to get Tyron Smith to play left guard? You're going to replace Austin? Get, uh, Are you replacing Austin Corbett? And Brady Christensen yes, right. one Austin offseason. has been injured two years in a row. If you go into the season thinking he's going to play the whole season, you're a dummy. Two knee injuries two years in a row. Thank you for your service. We love you. You did a good job for a year when you came in. You got your free agent deal. But to build your line around the idea that an aging Taylor Moten, a Austin Corbett off of two years of injury, a... Brady Christians, I almost forgot his fucking name, who has not got anything to do with any of this coaching. Put some respect on Christians' name, man. There is not a certain piece on that offensive line. Tell me a piece that you believe in. And if you say Brady Christensen, then you have a desirability bias. No, I don't. I think uh, he's been a very good player since he's played for us. Sure, I sure. think he's never been a liability. On him going into next year, tell me a player that you believe in on that offensive line. What about Taylor Moulton? You know, do you know? What, hey, how about this? Oh, you, you know, know he's gonna have to restructure. He gets paid twenty nine million dollars this year. Yeah, almost thirty million. Dude. Yeah, I mean they're gonna That's- have to restructure that contract. But okay, so the person that you want to rebuild around not build rebuild is a fucking guy that gets paid 30 million dollars and is the oldest person online okay no i'm saying if we got back the o-line that we had at the end of the year before last yeah i think that we could be a good you're not gonna get that who are those players Kevin mccorner brady christensen bradley bozeman austin corbett and taylor moton did you not hear me that I said Austin Corbett had two knee injuries two years in a row? All right. Did the, you not uh, okay, hear but, that? All right, so then, Tony, if then by the then that by that notion, it doesn't have to be this either or of you upgrade the O line or you upgrade the receiving core. Fuck it, do them both. Do them both. Like, why mm-hmm. not? It's not like we don't have. Uh, How do you, you do know, that? The means right, to do that. Oh, I feel like. Gosh, you guys always 
Nah, don't save you guys. No, don't you jinxed me. Nah, no, 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 no. I didn't no, even no. want to talk football tonight. For real, yeah, I had yeah, very yeah. little opinions coming into tonight's show. Yeah, but we yeah. always know that that's bullshit. We know that you are, you're always going to have a very powerful opinion. Or else uh, we wouldn't be uh, I just going didn't have anything I was des- desiring. To t- I didn't even really care about Brian Burns. I didn't uh, even love Panther him. fans do. Panther I fans do. Love him. I don't hate him. Don't dislike him. Don't love him. Don't, I mean, he's like, uh, I'm trying to think. He's like a turkey sandwich to me. I mean, you clearly don't love Bryce. You clearly don't love Bryce if you don't want to get him someone to throw the ball to, man. No, I love Bryce because I want him to be protected. Yeah, he also needs someone to throw the ball to. We started 19 different combinations on this offensive line this year. Yeah, but he also needs someone to throw the ball to. He has to have that. How about Deontay Johnson? I like him. I do like him. But wasn't he given a lot of uh, effort issues this year, though? Like Mike Tomlin didn't even want to fuck with him. Is he as uh, well? First, yeah, I heard that. That's that's Pittsburgh his... receiver does this. Yeah, we and always give Mike never Tomlin so much credit for the greatest culture, right? And like, they always have these players that are always <laughs> have this fucking disaster of receivers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Antonio Le'Veon, who was the other guy that used to TikTok Juju? They pick yeah. great receivers in their rookie year. This guy kind of re- how how big is he? Uh, he's pretty. I think he's like six foot three. Man, he's pretty big. Oh, is he? I don't know. I think so. He's this good. Man. He can play. Yeah. I like this. See, this is the type of guy that I want to get. But why you're so weird to me? Like, what, what, what about him is like? Cost what? Oh t- yeah, that's awesome. I love that guy. Because he like, wouldn't cost. Uh, you're you're not really committing to him in a big way, okay, like you would with Ayuk or you would with T Higgins. Is like you could sign this guy on a two year deal. A three, and you could part ways after two years if you didn't want to be with him. You don't have to trade picks. You don't have to do any of that. Yeah. Um, another option, and again, we're just kind of cycling through all of them. But I do agree with you, though. If he has a few years left on the contract and he's willing to come and actually give effort for us, then yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, Calvin Ridley, they cannot franchise tag. The Jaguars can't. Uh, well, no, if he ended up, uh, if he was on the team next year, they have to give the Falcons a second round pick. So they're just going to let him go. Uh, this is another receiver that I think would be in our wheelhouse. That would be someone that we would sign. And I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, let's get a guard. On. Get a guard for Tony to replace Austin Corbett. Get yeah, we don't get need one. We need two. You guys are. This is the problem with the Carolina Panthers this past year is they went into the season believing that their offensive line was a mediocre or b a strength, and c it turned out to be mediocre, and d it turned out to be a weakness because everybody fucking got hurt. 
Um, answer, keep going. We've got a well, few last one. Well, no, I want to do well, the, I No, the slides are done. The, the slides are done. I just wanted to bring up two, just, just final two. The final wide receiver is Mike Williams, who is being rumored oh, that the Chargers are going to cut. Yay, name Mike good. Williams. I like Mike Williams. He's good. He's just always hurt. Clemson player. He's hurt all the time, but he is uh, the type of player that you kind of need. Yeah. If he's healthy. You know what I'm saying? If he's healthy, he's the type of player you need. He's. But see, my thing is, like, if if you're going to go for a Mike Williams type, you might as well go for a younger version of him in T. Higgins, who I think is a younger, probably less injury-prone Player than Mike, well, Williams. What is Mike, Mike Williams, Williams has been hurt. A one year deal, though. He's like a DJ Chark at this point. No, Williams is no, he's a, a very high dude. That's By the dumbest comparison. Dollars. He might be he's, two million dollars. Dude, he's in a he's sure. in a much he's in a much higher history player. will not allow him to command as much money as you think. You can get right. him on a one-year. It would million. be more than DJ Chark. I promise that. Uh, two million dollars, and guess what? It, that would be worth every two million dollars. Two million? No, That's it'll be nothing. Than, it'll be more than two million if you sign Mike Williams for sure. You think a team's gonna spend a multi-year deal on Mike uh, on Mike Williams? No. Yeah, two two-year deal is the fine. One year. I give him one year, $11 million. He's, he's definitely not as bad as DJ Chark. Hell no, nah, he's not as bad. Even when he's hurt, he's better. Uh, um, the final slide of the night. Uh, let's come NFL. back to it. Let's take two calls first, and then we'll come back to this, because I want to argue, okay. right. argue about this one uh, for a moment. Okay. C3 Mafia Paisanos, how you doing? Paisan. Taking a little break, uh, taking a little break from the gym, fucking lifting weights with fucking dudes wearing fucking jeans. These fucking guys <laughs> coming These to the gym wearing guys. jeans, lift for like five minutes, leave, go home to the wife. Uh, just left the fucking gym, yeah. That'll make me a sandwich. That the <laughs> fuck. You know, have some etiquette. You know, put on some joggers or fucking some gym shorts or some shit. Fucking calling, bro. The fuck. Anyway, I was nailing out some squats, trying to get that ass tight. Speaking of tight ends. What you guys thinking? Well done. You want to draft one <clears throat> or any uh, any decent free agents available? Because eh, I think we should ditch the Hayden Hurst. You know, I had I had some hopes for him. He's got nice hair, but uh, yeah. yeah, it didn't pan out too well. Uh, Tommy Trumbull still a solid too. Uh, I think my Paisano Ricci is going to get the axe this year, or are they moving back at fullback. I don't know, but uh, yeah. Since I really don't know shit or what's going on, I don't know who's going to be available through draft or free agents. Uh, figured that'd be a cool topic to cover because I think we could use a nice tight end, right? Nice fucking yeah. tight ass on that field. You know what I'm saying? Little uh, yeah. Greg Olson, uh, emergency blanket, security blanket, some shit. Anyway, all right, I gotta go. Don't l get near him in the sauna. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, but I don't know, Tony. I mean, hey, bro, tight end might be in play at 33, bro. You never know, no, man. No, I think it's... Hey, hey, no, Tony, me and you were talking about get him uh, a receiving weapon or get him O-line help. Bro, if you get a tight end, you do both. That's killing two birds with one stone. Come on.
Okay. Thoughts? Because I'm just going to fucking poo-poo his ideas. Well, go ahead, man. I mean, if you feel that you need to no go comments. about it. Okay, look, Dude, I'm just... Some person said you're ready to go to bed already in the chat. Man, I am... <laughs> yeah, no opinion. Just... All right. I'll tell you this. Is that, you know what? No, 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 no. CK has an opinion. No, he does. Right. Yes, no, he, he does. Wants to, he wants to go to bed. Yes, no, I legitimately right. am so agnostic about most of this stuff. Like, I really. He said agnostic. Like, Nobody he doesn't even have a Panther guy. <laughs> no, I'm so agnostic. Nobody gives a fuck about the Panthers. It's Who so hard to care yeah. right now because it's just hard to see how we get from point A to point B. Right. And so. We can, I, there's not a single one of these players that are going to change the trajectory of the Panthers. There's going to have to be, and this is the downside for Bryce Young. There's going to have to be a a a growth from inside. Um, there Ooh. can't be. You're you're going to have to have homegrown. And what I mean by that is you're going to have to draft well. You're going to have to be able to develop these players into superstars because superstars aren't coming here because they want to win Super Bowls. And until we come come out as being a competent team, it's just not going to be us. So as much as I even love the idea of debating these things, I just don't even think that we're in the conversation for most of these things. I think he's talking more about drafting one them rather than going. And no, I, yeah, I, would think, say I think most of us was just asking what we would do at that position. I would I I would say this is you fucking made your bed and you gotta lay in it with Miles Sanders and Hayden Hurst. You paid them, they got guaranteed money. And to be honest, I'm not even sure Hayden Hurst is bad. I, it almost seems like it was a complete malfeasance. Yeah on this offense to even know if he was any good. Right. So like I would say is this, if I am the Panthers and again, I hate the fucking draft. I hate all this prep, but if I had to guess on like a player you draft at 33, I would not guess on a player. I would guess on a position. And there are three positions that I think you draft at 33. I think you take a center. Because you can get like one of these top Fleer, you know what I'm saying? I think you can get a good guard at 33. And I wouldn't be surprised if Dan Morgan goes and gets a dog-ass linebacker at 33. You know, and you just deal with some of these players. Like, you know what? You don't like Miles Sanders, folks? Well, get used to him. He's going to be on this team next year. So you think he's out there trying to find some dogs? I wouldn't be surprised if we take a linebacker. Bro. We need hey. a linebacker, bro. We don't I have just, one. We got Frankie Louvu, who is kind of an unconventional linebacker, right? Like, we like Frankie Louvu because he is exciting. But I don't know if you look at him as like a technician. You know, I mean, like, you might be able to get kind of like a Devin White at 33 or something. You know what I'm saying? Like something that can change the fucking course of your defense. I would not be surprised if the Panthers pick guard, center, or linebacker at 33. That's just me. All right. Uh, 
let's go to the next call. A couple more. Not too many more. What is up, guys? This is Deez, and I am trying to get in my cat call. I know a lot of those cat calls tonight for this Tuesday night show, the flagship show for the C3 Panthers podcast, is going to be all all around Brian Burns, all around that $30 million that he's wanting to get from the Carolina Panthers. And I got to tell you, I'm, I feel exactly the same way that Cody does and what he posted to Twitter today. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. If they, if they, if they want Brian Burns, they'll work out the money. The Panthers have got the money to pay the man to keep him here. Um, and it may not be $30 million, but it may be somewhere in the ballpark of that. But if they want him here and that's what Dan Morgan and Dave Towns believe in, the, the money will be figured out. Um, and if they trade him, I'm just curious to, or, and really ready, seriously ready to talk about what we get for him. Did we get some picks? Did we get a player? Did we get some picks and a player? You know, what, what are we going to get for Brian Burns? So either way, either way, I'm super excited just to end this conversation because it's been a long knockdown, drag out fight about Brian Burns for a long time, especially on the free for all. Um, but one of the things that people aren't talking about that I did want to touch on is the fact that Pete Carroll either stepped down in Seattle or that he was let go. And I know you guys are thinking, well, this is a Panthers podcast. Who cares about the Seahawks? But what it did was it enabled our staff, Dan Morgan and Dave Dallas, to start snatching those coaches from that team that don't want to go through the coaching regime, uh, the changeover, coaching regime changeover. One of those was our tight ends coach. And it would have been wise for me to jot down his name, but I didn't. But he was with Pete Carroll for the entirety that Pete Carroll was there, the tight ends coach, 12 years or more is what it was. And a get like that for a first-time head coach that was just last year, the first-time offensive coordinator, that's a big get. And I'm looking for maybe maybe the Panthers to grab some of those players. Now, I'm not saying we're going to get Bobby Wagner. You know what I mean? I, I don't see that. But a guy like Damian Lewis, who's a great guard, who's been a good guard and is still not very old, or is only 27 years old, that would be a great get for the Carolina Panthers. What about some other some other edge rushers that they may have? I don't know that we could get a Williams, but maybe we could get some better depth pieces. Because you got to remember, that's been the biggest flaw in this team is our lack of depth. Another thing that Thank surprised you. me, it, when, when Pete Carroll stepped down, people were clamoring for Pete Carroll to come here. And I'm like, well, I mean, he's 72 years old. He's he's lived on the West Coast all these years. He's not coming all the way across the country. But what does surprise me is that his son did. I'm shocked. I'm shocked we got Pete Carroll's son on the staff. So, there, you know, we're not going to win gangbusters by any means next year, but there are some things to be excited about. And Pete Carroll stepping down was a huge, a huge upgrade for the Panthers. Just wanted to point that out. Nobody's talking about it. C3 Mafia. Get with the mafia guys, mafia nightlife here at C three, and keep it. Tell me about this. Tell me C3 about mafia. Not about the mafia. I know about them. They're watching you, bitches. Um, mafia. Pete Carroll's son on the yeah. team. I didn't know about this. Yeah, he is. Um, he's on the team. I have to find the the tweet that. Uh... Is this a new revelation? Is this a newer hire in the last? Yeah, I days? I have um yeah we fin- we filled out uh, a good large majority of our staff. Well, why are I've- we talking about this, Cody? Cover me. Yeah, no, second, I didn't yeah. see any of this. Yeah, but this is like old news now. Okay, all right. I thought, in fact, I thought we had talked about it last. I didn't know that. I don't know. I also get the free for all fucked up because sometimes right, right. We'll, I get it. I sometimes get it. we'll talk about shit on the free for all. 
And I forget that we did. And the other thing too that is a challenge with this podcast, and to the listeners who, if you are listening at eleven thirty-four, two and a half hours in, you know more than we do about this team. I promise you that. Uh, one of the challenges that I have with yeah, the podcast it. and with being on Twitter all the time is sometimes I feel like stuff is old news. And to someone who's listening to the podcast just weekly, it's, it's new news. news. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm like, it feels like it's two days old to me. It feels like two months old. So who, who are these people? So, you know? yeah. So we've filled out more of the coaching staff. Uh, Will Harrier will now be the quarterback's coach for the Panthers. That's someone else that was with. Never Canales. heard of him. Uh, so Nathan Carroll, this is uh, Pete Carroll's son. And yes, he is our passing game coordinator. Shout Love out to Deez. But see, that's why Deez is the brand ambassador. I mean, he keeps C3 strong when we forget about what the topics are, man. Uh, Pat McPherson is our new tight ends coach. Uh, Kelly. Uh, I, I'm going to really try this, y'all. Kikua. Kikua. Yeah. That's Kelly what I would Kikua. say. Darren Bates, who is our special teams assistant. Can I try this one? Scott sure. Cooper. <laughs> Good job, dude. You fucking killed it. Uh, director of coaching development. Um, we, yeah. If anybody and knows is anybody other than the Carol name, love to know. When did he put this tweet out? Uh, February 15th. This is old news. This is five That's days. That's what ago. I'm saying, man. It That's like, like not even... I didn't even see it. I didn't ever see any of this. Nor, guess what? Does it change anything for my life? Because I don't know anybody. Oh, I, I know something else that we didn't talk about. Um, if you want to talk about it, uh, is Luke Kickley a first ballot Hall of Famer? Mm, yes. Hang on, let me find a tweet. Yes, the answer is yes. Let me Wait, bring was up Patrick all, all Willis the first ballot. No, he uh, he's. Uh, Luke Keekley second. No, I, I believe he was first ballot, but these are all the people that he will be uh, contending against. Let me take this off. Oh. Luke Keekley, Eli Manning, Earl Thomas, Marshawn Lynch, Adam Vinatieri, Lane Matthews, Terrell Suggs, Locke, Joe Staley, Locke. Adam Vinatieri lock. Terrell Suggs is a lock. Yes, yes. He's like the best player on that Ravens defense. Even like, so you said Staley, Suggs, and Vinatieri are locks. I think Vinatieri Vernon Vinatieri is one hundred percent on one first ballot. You don't think Marshawn Lynch is a lock? I'm not no. done. I'm not done. I think Vernon Davis is. I think Marshawn Lynch is second ballot. Yeah. My question is this, is Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. Is he first ballot or not? I would, second, I would do this, is I think Luke Keekley, Eli Manning, Earl Thomas. I think that top row actually is second ballot. I think almost everybody except for Clay Matthews on that second So round. you think Luke Keekley is a second ballot, not first ballot? Yeah. 
Bro, I think Kingsley might get in over Suggs. You are a, a fucking tripping, huh, man? Why? Just because he won the Super Bowl with the no, Ravens? All right, let's all right here. Let's take another call. How about this? We'll take up. We'll take another call, and then I'm gonna pull up their stats and talk about them. Real well, quick. Also, Clay Matthews. Like, why That's do you head. think that? Like, how about this? Why do you think right off the bat, Luke Kuechly should be more? Because he defined the inside linebacker position for the past decade, whereas Terrell Suggs, one fucking incredible player, but I don't think that he was more defining of that outside linebacker role than a bunch of other guys in the past. Was he an outside linebacker? Yeah. And and Clay Clay Matthews, I would make... I think Clay Matthews has a better argument. No, you are fucking out of your mind, bro. Clay Matthews was like one of the no. fucking dudes. You're you're just dumb at this. But point. well, just, right, what? But Terrell Suggs is oh, Terrell Suggs was classified as a defensive end. Well, not. So uh, he was. Uh, yeah, he had 139 sacks, bro. Shut up. He played from 2003 to 2009. Oh, no, he did play outside linebacker most of the time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a linebacker. He's not a defensive end. No, he has. Dude, look, he had 20 tackles in a game. If Patrick Willis got in, how is Luke not getting in? I'm not saying Luke doesn't get in. I'm saying Terrell Suggs had a better. He is offensive. All right, oh, here. Let's take that. the next call. I'll put it no, up. No, we're gonna have no, a no, quick, real conversation, no. man. We're not gonna. I don't care about what that says. It's wrong. No, not here. Next call. It's wrong. Two years ago with White Sox Express. So listen, listen, listen. My boy's been in New Orleans. I got a question for y'all. A question for Panther Nation. Inspired by Canyon. Brian Burns. A game-changing edge rusher or a game manager? That is your question. Or trading him? Just thinking about it. Would you pay, I don't know, Kirk Cousins top five quarterback money? Would you pay Brock Perry top five quarterback money? Nope. Probably wouldn't. Right? So why would you pay Brian Burns that? To me, it's twenty-one to twenty-five mil at best. Now I wouldn't even do that. Give me Clowney, give me Floyd, both of them together for sixteen mil at best. You are crazy about and this terrible bro. You are so wrong. So you got another fifteen mil to spend. On top of the Brian Burr, on top of the Clowney and the Floyd. And probably get the same production, nine sacks. Not that much. Not that much, people. Luke is comparable. No, he's not. Uh, yes, he is. Second of all. Yes, he is. I'm looking at their shit right now. Um, he doesn't have the Super Bowl. And he does have a two time Super Bowl. Value for him. You know, can we get a first or whatever? Listen, Chase Claypool went for a second. From the Bears. That second was a 32nd pick overall. So, yeah, I think we can get a first for Brian Burns. And y'all got to make up your decision. Is Brian Burns worth 30 mil? Because y'all said pay him, pay him. It's worth 30 mil. Well, guess what? If he's worth 30 mil, guess what? He's worth a first round pick. 
And if he's not worth the first round pick, he's not worth 30 mil. Make your decision. Those are my thoughts. I'm not trading for Ayuk also. No. Why? Get a premier receiver without having to trade your 33rd pick. You know, whatever. Those are my thoughts. I hear it. Please don't trust strippers to the younger viewers. Don't, don't, don't touch trust them with anything. Peace. Okay, going to them janky ass strip clubs, white chocolate. Yeah, I agree. He's a game changing, or he's not. He's a game manager outside linebacker, not a game changer. Tony, I brought up both of their sats and the Super Bowls goes to Suggs, but all the other stuff, it's comparable. Well, they play different positions, kind of. Yes. Right. That's the first thing to think of. Um, Look, when you look at Luke Keekley's stats, and I'll pull them up, here is the impressive part, right? This is the real impressive part, and we got to go. This is... <laughs> yeah, see what I'm saying? You're the one. You're the one. I'm man. not the one. You yeah. got. You did this shit, not me. No, uh, this is the impressive part: is every single year he's all pro. Right, like that's kind yeah. of insane. Is every from 2012? Like, there's not a year he didn't make the Pro Bowl or was all pro. Right, that's fucking incredible. Right. Um I do think this, though, is Terrell Suggs' fucking career is very impressive. Right? Um, And he was also Defensive Rookie of the Year. He didn't even start a game. He started one game. He was the Defensive Rookie of the Year. And didn't start a game. What the fuck is that? He was the... He had 139 sacks, though. First team All-Pro in 2011. So Luke had more all pros. He's Luke, yeah, had, and Luke was straight down the road. Luke had seven years of greatness. But Luke was a five-year first-team All-Pro uh, for for uh, Suggs. That was just 2011. He was a second-team All-Pro in 2008. Uh, he Luke was a two-time uh, second-team All-Pro. Luke had seven Pro Bowls. Uh, between 2013 and 2019. Uh, right. Suggs also, also had seven, though. Suggs had seven. Uh, I just going to give Luke a first ballot because of the length of his career, but he should. How about this? Is I would be, I wonder what Earl Thomas looks like because, and I'll pull it up real quick, is, and Earl Thomas, great player. He only played in, nine years. I would put Marshawn before I put Earl Thomas. Oh, God. When you look at Earl Thomas, it's just dope as fuck. But I think that Luke, Luke was just this, is every year he played, he made the Pro Bowl and was all pro. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was not a down year. Everybody else has a year where they don't have an award. Yeah. Um. Interesting. All right. Uh. Let's. We've got Last, two more final... calls. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this slide and fuck and take these calls and whatever. Go ahead. Tell us what Wait, we're. Which looking. one you want? You want to do the calls or you want to do the? No, we'll do this real quick. Uh, they pulled NFL head coaches. 
um, or seven, pardon me, seven NFL executives and coaches ranked their top three hires. Uh, first place vote was three points. Second place vote, two points. Third place, one point. Uh, with the most points uh, was Jim Harbaugh, followed by Raheem Morris, followed by Mike McDonald, the Seahawks coach or whatever, uh, Brian Callahan of the Titans, then Dan Quinn, then Jared Mayo, and Dave Canales and Antonio Pierce got zero points. Should we make anything of this? Or is this just people once again sleeping on the Panthers and what we do? Um, no, I don't think they're wrong, but I don't think they're right. And what I mean by that is, A, this is a popularity contest in many ways. Look, Jim Harbaugh far more accomplished. All these guys are more accomplished than Dave Canales. Right? I mean, who are we going to really say that he's got a, like, you know, is look, is Dave Canales is the unknown. He is what CK said we had to do a long time ago, and that is, look, we're going to dig a little deeper into the well for a, a coach than other teams do. Yeah. You know, so is I think this is look, this doesn't bother me, but I would not be surprised if Dave Canales turns out to be better than half of these dudes. Same or worse than half of them. You know what I mean? Is we just don't know. Is you think the Panthers were gonna now looking back and thinking we were gonna even have a chance at Harbaugh? Seems silly. Well, I mean, they, the rumor was that uh, Dave Tepper didn't even want Harbaugh. He wasn't Maybe. willing to. He wasn't willing to sure, give up sure. that much. But he got the most votes. You know what I'm saying? Like we ain't gonna get the best. We ain't going with the prettiest girl to the pro. Yep. All right, we're gonna get out of here on time. Dead, oh my god! <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I knew you the last two calls. Yeah, let's do it. Then let's. Yeah. Yo, it's blue for the part. Two. Oh, Lou. And, uh, we yes, love you. You bought you. C three fam, bro. I had to just buy my mug and my shirt real quick. Hey. But, um. Let's get back into this Brian Burns thing, right? So they talking about thirty million. One, I believe it in my heart. In my heart, Dan Morgan is saying no. In my heart. Right. This is off what I feel, not what I know. Dan is either going to trade his ass, right, or you got to realize we, we don't have the same GM, right? So this is different from Fitterer. This is different from any other GM we have, right? So we really don't know what the outcome is. But he said he wants dogs on the team. We got to go back to what he said. We want dogs on the team. Dogs. You have to sit there and ask yourself, is Brian Burns a dog? Is he a dog? And when I talk about this season, dude, if he was a dog, he'd be a chihuahua. He is not no fucking dog, bro. He is not no Rottweiler. He's not no Shepherd. He ain't no boxer. That motherfucker is a chihuahua. That motherfucker, bro, he, no, he's not a dog, bro. Let's be honest. He's a wiener dog, bro. He's a weenie. 
Come on, bro. He's a real. I don't think Dan is going to sign him. I think Dan, I really believe Dan is going to trade him. Is it for first round picks? No. We'll probably get like three, a shit ton of second round picks. You know what I'm saying? Maybe second round pick and like three fourth rounds or something like that. You know, it's something, but I don't really care about the picks. If they really have a good talent and evaluation, I, that's like in Panthers history, we're always known for if the top three rounds and that's the, and even the third round, the most iffiest like round, you know what I'm saying? So I want to see how good he could draft in this late round. I say get rid of Brian Burns. You know, I, it's hard to find another edge rusher, but you can do it. It's not that hard. And if not, I agree, man. Free agents are everywhere. Look at Jadavion. Jadavion was going stupid, and I wanted Jadavion too. But did he hey, say man. that we are good at the top That's three all I'm rounds? Saying. And if they the find Jadavion again, then fuck it, we're screwed. But yeah, and there's three agents. There's everybody, and we got to see how this defense plays. And I feel like they would play better without him than with him. Did That's- he say we're good at the top three rounds of drafting? That's not true. Well, I mean, I think he was saying that in the top three rounds, it's possible to find the types of players oh, that do could replace Brian Burns with. And dude, you know what? He's not wrong. I mean, dude, the Steelers did it again this year. They find that Nate Herbert dude who's looking really good. They got Highsmith out of Charlotte a few years ago. How about that? Let's go trade for Highsmith. <laughs> like, let's go get him. Like, that dude's he got a paid, beast. He? And, yeah, and he's from Charlotte, man. I grew up a Panthers fan. I would do that in a heartbeat. I do want to um, readjust or my uh, position on Luke. Is now that I'm I look glad. at his, and when I look at those awards, yeah. although his career was short, shorter, yeah, so many. I think he is. He is. I think the only thing that has ever kept me from uh, believing that, like, so for instance, Cam. Cam to me is a borderline Hall of Famer. But not because I don't think he should be in it. He's got more rushing touchdowns than fucking OJ Simpson. Um, The longevity of the career, I think, means something a lot. But Luke Keekley's career was so dominant. If you look like I, I didn't mean he Pro Bowl AP every year. So I'm re I'm I'm bringing it back. He should be first ballot. Hell yeah, That's he should. Uh, you know, I'm changing. I'm readjusting when I really look at it. The only thing that was keeping me from saying he was first ballot was just the length of the career. That was it. Like how long? It's kind of like Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson was the greatest football player. He just fucking got hurt, you know, and didn't play as long as somebody else. But Bo Jackson, when you watched him play, is Bo Jackson in the Hall of Fame? I don't know if he is. Somebody tell me in the chat. Let's go to the next call. We got, look, and somebody else called in right now. We got two last calls and we got ISO picks. What's going on, my There's No way we can do those show in over three hours. Y'all, I've been listening. I've been enjoying y'all's tape. Uh, D? But I guess the optimism in me has now become annoyed. Because I notice we keep having this talk that 
we're gonna suck. But I guess for me, the definition of suck and not being that good are totally different. They're not exclusive to each other, in my opinion. Last year, we had over expectations and we were disappointed to the point now that people have lower expectations. That's fine. I understand. I completely understand. But who's to say that something magically don't click in? Guys who were embarrassed this year and they worked harder and people have learned from mistakes, conditioning better, worked on their body, worked on their health. We had a hell of a lot of injuries, people. Man, I'm not mad at nobody. I'm not anything. But doggone, bro, don't send us down the river without doggone giving us a chance. I mean, dang. I mean, we all know I love this team and I'm overly optimistic. But I'd be damned if I'm just going to just reserve to the fact that we damn suck because of what happened last year. Teams have been able to turn it around. And I me, agree. Even if the record is not far greater than this past year, anything that we do better this year than last year, that constitutes not sucking because you are improving and I know that a lot of people are talking down so that their expectations are tempered. And if that helps you cope, cool. But for me, I will stay on this emotional roller coaster and I'm going to believe in my Panthers. And in closing, I love every single one of y'all. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. And the chat room is also having a full blown conversation about uh, Chinese food. Uh, so much so, the Panther gal sends her $5 and tells me to go get some Chinese food. Well, now that I want some crab ragoons, damn it. Come on now. You like crab ragoons? Oh, I love crab ragoons, man. Get me they better some. put the imitation crab in them, at least. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, Sometimes normally they're they now just cream cheese ragoons. Um, I know. That I sucks. did not recognize. I thought, Bo, first of all, Bo knows. Bo was. So incredible, two sport athlete, so dominant. He never played more than eleven games in a season, which is wild. He only played four. He never even had a thousand yards rushing, which is wild, right? I mean, he played four years. He had nine hundred fifty yards rushing his third year, but. This is what's wild about Bo. He had a 91-yard touchdown, a 92-yard touchdown, and an 80. <laughs> he, bro, this – Bo, man, I feel like, God, he was so good. And you watch him in baseball breaking the bat. He would break the bat over his fucking helmet, dude. But that was him, the clip where he ran up the wall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, yeah. There was this story, and I'll leave you guys with this, is – um listening to Jim Rome. This was 20 years ago when I heard this. And Bo Jackson comes on and they're talking about, you know, I mean, he is, the he's like a Cam Newton athlete. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the guy that you pick first in the backyard for everything. And uh, when he was a kid, like in Oakland or wherever, the, wherever he was from, they used to play, he said they had crab apple fights. So they had these crab apple trees, and crab apples ain't no joke. Like they're meaty. 
You know what I'm saying? They're like green tomatoes. They would have crab apple fights. We used to have dirt clog fights where you would pick up clogs and you would fucking throw basically rocks of dirt at each other. You know, they had crab apple fights, but it was bow versus the block. That's how they fucked with it. It was like our block versus Bo. It was <laughs> him versus everybody else. And one time this mug said this, is this kid ran in his house trying to hide. And he threw it through the screen door and hit that motherfucker. <laughs> Imagine getting pegged, standing beside your mom hiding. You think you're safe, and you fucking get pegged by Bo, bro. This guy was the fucking... I don't know if you know what pegged means in today's, <laughs> in today's cultural zeitgeist. I don't know what it means in this culture. We used to call it... Uh, but now you gotta say pause. That's the thing now. No, you not gotta, pause. We used to you, play wall ball, and it was no... I think it was no pegs, and that was you couldn't hit the person directly with the ball. So I know pegging means something different now. Yeah. Anyway, um, last call. Yo, what's up, C3? This is out. Um, say what's up to you guys, uh, CK up, and Cody and Tony. Um, sorry for calling so late. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think we could let Brian Burns walk. I'm not really on this train like, oh, we got to get something for him. I mean, plenty, plenty. Plenty of teams let players walk, and they and they be just fine. They they can snap back. I mean, it's the NFL, bro. We got we can draft properly. We can do all different types of stuff and such to get players. I mean, uh, we'll be all right, bro. Without Brian Burns, fucking eight sacks, whatever the fuck he had. But hmm. you know, it is what it is, bro. I say we can just let them walk. I mean, I'm not really like stressing it any sort of way, like uh, CK said, like kind of agnostic. I just love them. All right, guys. Have a good night. Tim, ask this. I fucking hate you. Yeah. Put this guy in timeout right away. Put him in timeout. Uh, no, I think you deserved it. No, you walked right into it. Asshole. He says, you know what that means. He said, quit playing. Stupid ass motherfucker. He said, quit playing. You know uh, what? Bill Cravens, though. I don't know if I've seen your name in the chat before, but welcome. And your insight has been incredible tonight. Right? Like, to he's Bill. made a lot of great comments throughout the night. And he did mention this. He's a super fan. He's, a, he's one of our super fans. I, I, man, I love it. Um, He was talking about how. He really is. He's like, Bo played four years. I looked at exactly four years. This guy knows exactly what he's talking about. But he did mention Marcus Allen, who's splitting carries with a Hall of Famer. So, I mean, look, um, Bo was incredible. Really just a shout out to um, Bo Cravens tonight. He's really been killing the chat. All right, that's the show. We got to do some ice up picks. And uh, get the hell out of here, I guess. Unless you mm. want to argue about. I 
up, son? Ice up. What? I can hear your dick, Cody or Tony. Um, oh, no. It's the longest running Panthers, uh, the longest running segment on the longest running Panthers podcast. When I say the longest running Panthers podcast, this is our 11th year doing this without missing a single week. Not only have we expanded the content beyond once a week on the Tuesday night flagship show, but this is the longest running segment on the longest running podcast. It's where we tell someone to ice up, toughen up to get to get it together. It's our homage to Steve Smith. Why don't you just ice me up, motherfuckers? Go I might. Ahead. I Go might. Ahead. I'm Go icing ahead. you up. I'm icing you up for uh, saying George Kittle is like basic or whatever the fuck you said. Uh, I'm icing you up for thinking that there's a difference between rebuilding and building. I'm just icing you up. But I am going to go first, Tony. I got two. I don't know how many you got if you want. No, no, go ahead. I need you guys to carry it where I find mine. (laughs) Uh, So... I'll pause it so that way the music doesn't get us. But uh, poor girl, man. She just puts on a little more than she can chew. And a kind uh, denizen of the gym oh, God. comes to help her out. And you know what? This might be Muscles Marinara, too, now that I'm thinking about it. Bro, because PJ is a real hero. He would do some shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh can't move. Never oh, seen she's this. pushing. She's like, oh, I need help. Someone help me. And oh, booted in the face. Like, oh, 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 oh booted in the face. Oh, uh, that was really, right, that was really nice of Muscles Marinara to come in and save that girl from. What, what, we were just oh, talking about this day at the gym. Is that you don't see people blow out with squats like where you're like I. We did a pyramid of bench press today so what you do is you go 12 10 8 6 4 2 1 and then you go all the way back up and then when you're back on that back end you can't fucking lift it like your body collapses <laughs> and we were talking about that doesn't happen when you do squats well it happened to this girl bro i talk about booty down now he put his booty in her face, i love it bro uh, she got yeah, uh, a cool. and look, she was grinning. <laughs> this is like, muscles. That is it, muscles. I'm yeah, she like she likes that booty in the face, man. She pretended like she didn't, but she did. Um, I think she like. I don't think she pretended pretended she didn't. I think she just grinned. Okay, and to Panther Gal, uh, seventy three. I promise you, no one is dying in this next clip. You have my word. But you oh, probably yeah. shouldn't build your own zip lines. Oh, or be 70 pounds overweight. Poor guy. Luckily, he's okay. He's not okay. There's no way he's okay. He yeah, lives. He's okay. <laughs> Dude, he built was his, it his own zip, zip line or the connector yeah, thing. I think it was the connector, but I think he's the one that built the line. Right. Let's see if it's the line and the connector. Oh, oh dude, he slams uh, so. He is not okay, hard. bro. 
Well, then the thing lies at the end. So maybe I'm wrong, Panther guy. Maybe he did die. Maybe I need to ice up. But uh, don't build your own zipline. Oh, I mean, I'm saying he lived. I'm not saying he didn't live. I'm just saying he ain't okay. Like that ain't no. You're all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and by the way, Muscles in the, is in the chat. Uh, he says she tossed it. Um. Okay, <laughs> what you got for us, man? I uh. Oh, if you. Oh, sorry, no, I got you. I got you. I got you. So, uh, my son's been super into uh, trying to do backflips and stuff. He wants to, you know, go and be a ninja and gymnastics and what have you. Um, like so real backflips from the ground? Yeah. No, on trampoline. On the trampoline. Oh, okay. Um, and he was doing a backflip. He thought we have the netting on the side of the trampoline, trampoline to help them. And uh, he was trying to do a wall flip off of that. Um, as you guys may know, that netting isn't a very solid ground or solid piece of uh, a wall to jump off of to try to do a wall flip. And so he ended up breaking his sternum. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, so I'm going to ice him up because of uh, that. Uh, what that, do you do? Do you put a nothing? He, nothing? You just let it frag. It's like a Cam like Newton's a back. You remember when Cam Newton broke the back? Yeah. It's a, a fracture in something that. Mm, on the mm. trampoline? Yeah, dude. Do trampolines, dude, do you know how many people get hurt every year on fucking trampolines, dude? They're treacherous. This, this uh, lady I work with, uh, there was a big storm that came through, and it, their neighbor's trampoline was supposedly pinned down with the spikes, but it was like tent spikes or whatever. You know, it was like, and a big ass, and it blew their trampoline, and it went onto her roof and stabbed a fucking hole into her roof. Like the legs of the trampoline stabbed through her fucking roof. It was her neighbor's shit. Their insurance didn't cover it. Her own insurance had to. Kind of bullshit. Trampolines. No bueno. It's like yard yeah. darts. Yeah, um, trampolines fucks you up, man. A lot of people getting hurt. And uh, is the net really that much more safe? I don't know. Um, put some ice on it, though. CK. Yeah. Uh, he'll just, uh, he'll just, he's getting a little, he's, he's getting better now. Some but, aspirin uh, and some ice up on his chest. My ice up goes to insurance. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. My son today. This motherfucker has the best grade. He is a hundred thousand times better than his father. Right? I mean, smarter, he's more mature. But I put him on my insurance today, insurance today. And I even conned the insurance company. I can't say too much of what it like, but he's not the primary driver on any car. I added my father, did some things that you can do legally. But even with gaming the system as much as possible, my insurance doubled, <laughs> doubled. 300 bucks 330 for this kid to be put on my insurance on the cheap i i thought that we had gamed the system like i thought i had found a way to make it less you know what i'm saying and my father i won't name names but a relative of mine is the insurance agent 
And he calls me up and he says, look, oh, we're going to do this. It's only going to add this. I'm like, great. And then he goes, oh, but it's going to be 700 bucks next, 600. Yikes. I was like, Jesus, what the hell happened? And he goes, yeah, I didn't, Michael. This mug, $330 a month. I said, that's it. That's it. Um, as long as we're on the Panthers podcast, Tony will argue with Cody <laughs> forever until CK goes to sleep. Until these listeners, until hate CK us. has to break the tie and agree with me, and then Tony's like, "Oh, I think that's oh, right. be like, yeah, and then he's like, "I'm okay. ending the podcast." Yeah, he's like, "We're done. Get we're the done. Fuck out of here." Ice up to you, CK, for not siding with me. Uh, what are you gonna do? Dude, we're double Cody. Get us out of here, Cody. See three nations. Y'all my brothers. Until next time, when Tony will once again be wrong about something, probably. Just ask my wife. Fucking never been right in my life. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.